Yes Have Some podcast is brought to you by Carnivorous Creations, your one-stop shop for all of your proton pack building needs. If you're in the market for a proton pack, head to carnivoruscreations.com. That's carnivorous with a K. You're going to find aluminum motherboards, resin parts, fiberglass shells, and a whole lot more. Find them on Facebook at Carnivorous Creations or head straight to carnivoruscreations.com. Remember carnivorous with a K and get started on an authentic screen accurate proton pack. Do you want some uh, coffee, Mr. Tully? Do I? Yes, have some. Yes, have some. We got one! It's time for another episode of Yes, Have Some Podcast. Look at him in really bad shape. Come on, please, please. Your weekly pop culture therapy session. Give me, give me, give me. I need, I need. Subscribe on iTunes by searching for Yes Have Some in the iTunes store or find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash yeshavesomecast. Sick vandalism. That is a deliberate mutilation of a public service message. And now, hold on to your butts and get ready to get stressed with your hosts, Craig Goldberg, Abigail Gardner, and Jacob Walsh. We're mutants. There's something wrong with us. Something very, very wrong with us. Hello, everybody. Welcome to episode 34 of Yes, Have Some Podcast. Thank you so much for joining us. My name is Craig Goldberg. As always, I am here with my co-hosts, Abigail Gardner. Hey, guys. I like how you said that. Hey, guys. Hey, guys. Nancy. (laughs) Nancy. Nancy. You bitch. (laughs) Skinny dipping. What is with this... uh, these horror icons, they're just always calling everybody a bitch. Yeah. Dude, that's Freddy's favorite word. He loves like, it. It's, he, he loves, loves it, it so much. He's like stuck on it. He's yeah. into it. And he says it, the <laughs> way he says it, it is as if it really, like he really thinks that word hurts your feelings when he says it. And <laughs> yeah. you're just like, what? People like, say no. bitch oh. all the time. Oh, by the way, hi, Jake. We do. Oh, hey, yeah, I'm on the show. Um, Yeah, Freddy's like, oh. I got one for you. Just to let you know, it's going to sting, yeah. bitch. Yeah. He just says it with such a, like, he's into it. He's just like, bitch. You know, he says it like he, he knows it's hurting you, and it's uh, not. You know, it's hurting me, yeah. Someone's um, getting hurt. <laughs> someone's uh, getting hurt. So, hello, everybody. Welcome to, uh, this is our first official episode for the month of October, uh, which is crazy. And uh, scary. fun and scary. Spooky. I'm scared. And uh, we kind of decided we talked about it. Uh, we talked about it in the last we'll, episode. I'm Australian we'll, oh sometimes. God. Did you just? Accent. Yeah. Did you just Are get an accent? Do some bad accents. I hate coffee. I hate coffee. I hate coffee. There's a lot going on. There's a lot going on. Uh, we decided we were going to make this kind of our our, our horror themed month. We're going to talk about spooky movies and scary movies and things we love, things we don't yeah, love. Do Slasher fiction. Slash fiction. Slash fan fiction. No, Which one is it? It's not that. What are we talking about? Holtzberg. Holtzberg. Oh! Yes! Whoa! You guys, like, just discovered that. That is one of my favorite things. I am There's scared. a Holtzberg world going There's on out there. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, just kind of a little housekeeping note. The uh, Ghostbusters digital release is out. Uh, the extended edition is available, and then of course next week we've got the Blu-ray coming out. So we'll we'll be doing an episode coming up where we cover the Blu-ray and all the special features. Yeah, and we've the taken it in. Deleted scenes, extended edition. I know we've kind of been trying to go through that, but there's just so much of it. And there's a lot of it. I'm I'm glad. There's a lot. There's a lot, and uh, people seem to be really enjoying it. Uh, I know the Crossrip did. Uh, Troy and Chris did kind of a pseudo commentary where they went through a lot of the 
the uh, added scenes and talked about what they liked and didn't like and all that. So uh, check that out if you haven't uh, over there at the uh, Interdimensional CrossRip podcast. And uh, yeah, things are good. I'm having a great day. They're a- good. <laughs> Abby, you had jury duty today? Yeah, I'm glad that's over. That was my what's dressing. <laughs> yeah, it was Sounds a awful. real horror show over you there. Just, I don't want to be that judge. close to people that early in the morning that I don't know. You should have uh, looked at the oh. judge and be like, you bitch. You bitch. It was a, <laughs> yeah, you know, that probably would have gotten me out of there a lot faster. Yeah, I don't think I'm supposed to talk about it. I'm pretty sure I swore an oath not to talk about it, but they don't listen. It it was. (laughs) I I lost my card, the thing I was supposed to bring back in. I think that's why I didn't make the jury. I like took it personally when they didn't pick me. Dude, I would be all I would be all upset and be like, uh, I was totally. I really love Twelve Angry Men. And I was going to be that one. I really wanted to be that one guy who just really? changes everybody's mind. Yeah. I wanted to turn it around. Could have been a I got a reason, reasonable doubt. Yeah, I could have hung it. He's innocent. Uh-huh. Could have come down to me. But yeah. it didn't. You could have been the judge, jury, and the executioner. Oh. What does that mean? All three? I heard that in a movie. It's in movies. All right. So. I wanted to be watching a movie. I'm well, glad that we. You know what? I've been watching movies. I've seen movies. like six movies in the last week. Yeah, so preparing we, for this. Well, so. just but before we get to what stress and just a little bit of background, um, we wanted to do episodes uh, kind of for the Halloween season, talk about horror movies. Uh, Jake's kind of a horror aficionado. Aficionado. Yes. Uh, I'm a little bit. I'm a fan of the horror genre, but I, I'm not a. I'm not. I don't. Ha- I don't do the deep cuts as much. Yeah. And, I'm uh, a total novice. <laughs> total novice. Total starting out novice. I like that. Um, <laughs> it's great. Uh, no, sorry, I've been watching Fargo. Uh, I don't know if that was what that was. But yeah, no, it's been great. I've seen two Freddies, two Jasons, two Michael Myers. Just a little bit. Pick two of all the good ones. So <laughs> I think I'm ready to talk about some slashers. I've yeah, seen a lot of slashing. Very cool. Um, so yeah, we're going to do uh, Michael Myers versus Jason versus Freddy. In space. In space. <laughs> And uh, we're going to break it down. But before we get to that, before we get to that fun, um, I've got a question for you guys. Yeah. Yeah. Is there anything that is stressed? I've answered a lot of questions today. Oh. (laughs) Did they ask if you were stressed out? I don't know. I lost my card. I wish they had. I wanted to. I wanted to raise my hand and be like, guys, I am so stressed out by this right now. Can I just leave? But, you know, anyway, here we are. I'm stressed. You're You're stressed. stressed. I'm stressed. Jake, you have any stress? Yeah. I got, I, I, oh, I got some stress. Yeah. Let's do it. All right. Let's do it. You look a little stressed. Is this some radical new therapy? Why don't you do something with your life? Now you want to get nuts? Come on. Let's get nuts. Let's get stressed out. Uh, Hey, Craig. Yo. Got a question for you. Yes. What's stressing you out, buddy? Well, lots of, lots of tiny couple things. Tiny couple stresses. Um, so... As you all may know, I am a, a toy collector. Am I an avid toy You're a toy guy. I'm a toy guy. Toy guy 69. I think yeah. we... Toy guy 69. That's my Instagram. Uh, it's not, <laughs> but that's probably it. somebody's Instagram. Yeah, it, yeah. He's about to get a lot of... Underscore. Uh, <laughs> a couple X's. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> you got So, it. I'm a toy collector, uh, as we are, as a lot of our listeners tend to be. Um, I hung out with a buddy this weekend who I haven't uh, spent much time with uh, over the last year. Uh, got some tickets to a football game. Very exciting. Boo. Now, what is, what uh, is? football? <laughs> well, <laughs> oh. 
it's it's here's the thing. I, I like sports. We've sports gone over are that. Important. I, feel I like understand. You're being shunned. Uh, so we went to a football game, and uh, he used to collect toys. He he wasn't super into it, but he had a lot of stuff from his childhood. Uh, his dad is a huge toy collector. Uh, my buddy Matt, uh, and he he always talks about shout out to Matt's dad. Shout out to Matt's dad down there. We in know you listen, Georgia. Uh, his dad was a huge toy collector, and, and Matt always tells me started when Matt was about in sixth grade. His dad just one day was like, "I'm gonna collect toys now," and he started off with like McDonald's toys and would just go to thrift stores. This is probably you know mid nineties, ninety six, ninety seven, and his dad filled up two rooms in their house with just vintage toys that he mostly wow. found at thrift stores and matt would he would tell me how embarrassed he was like people would come <laughs> oh, over no. you know when you're in sixth grade you don't want your dad collecting toys yeah. you don't want your parents yeah. doing you anything it. no i walked in on my parents organizing the toy shelf last night <laughs> it was very traumatizing uh, uh, no, that's not what you're into that's not what i mean so uh spent some time with matt he's not collecting anymore before he came over i invited him to the game he's like hey I've got my old Ninja Turtles toys. They're sitting in a box. Do you want them? And I was like, do I want them? Yes. The answer to that question is yes. I didn't really know what he had. I knew he had some Ninja Turtles. I was expecting maybe five or six figures, maybe maybe eight or nine figures, maybe a little. Like, Here's the thing. So a little backstory. I love, I'm a huge Ninja Turtles fan, uh, specifically the original movies, the original animated series, and, of course, the toys. But uh, I haven't gone back and started collecting the original Playmates line, because, and Jake, you can attest to this, there's there's kind of a barrier of entry because there's just so much. There's tons yeah. of it. There's tons. So the, the original line ran from, I think, 88 to 97 yeah. right. or, or 96. Something so, like that. So you're looking at close to a decade of iterations, of iterations and action figures yeah. and – they were putting out, you know, 15, 20, 25 figures a year, plus vehicles and play sets and everything else. So when you you see Ninja Turtles figures a lot when you go to toy shows and, and that kind of stuff, but they're usually kind of beat up, a little bit broken, don't have the accessories, and it's hard to have a point of entry. So right. it's kind of kept me away from really diving in on that. So what was exciting was he comes over with this box – that has literally 60 figures in it, like 60 yeah. Ninja Turtles figures with all the accessories. And now this is where the stress comes in because everyone's probably listening and going, well, this sounds pretty exciting. What are you stressed about? Because of the way my mind works, I've spent the last 24 hours meticulously organizing a spreadsheet detailing every figure you that I have along it. with every <laughs> accessory, what I'm missing, what I need. You bought a shelf. There's a new shelf. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm officially collecting vintage Playmates Ninja Turtles figures. Write it down. Write Call it Craig's down. mom. Call my parents. Let her know. Let them know. <laughs> this Christmas, Nothing but no Ninja more Turtles. Back to the Future. <clears throat> it's funny, though, because I haven't really spent a lot of time the last couple of years as I've collected toys looking up Ninja Turtles stuff. And, like, it's been, like, every free second I have them on eBay. Like, what am I going to get? Got to get that turtle blimp. Got to get the sewer layer playset. Mm-hmm. Got to get the techno drum. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's so good. You want this is stressful. Do you guys remember the Rat King figure? Do you remember that yeah. figure? Mm-hmm. Yes, I do. So I have all of his accessories, but not the figure. Ooh, <laughs> so you gotta find that's a pickle. him. I gotta find he's that. elusive. He's elusive. Yeah, he's he's, he's wearing. He's hiding. Gotta catch him. <laughs> uh, so it's yeah, so um, it was really cool. So I thank my friend Matt. Uh, these the action. The line is great. You've got Rockstar Turtles. You got Sport. Yeah, speaking of that. 
Ninja Turtles play sports. Yeah, you know, they do sports too. There's touchdown Leo or touchdown Donnie. Someone's scoring Someone's a touchdown. Touching Someone something. has a touchdown. Uh, so it's great. Down. So now yeah. uh, my mind has completely focused uh, on Ninja Turtles, and it's a whole new world. It is a whole new world, and I found myself um, at the toy store and at Walmart, like looking at the Ninja Turtles toys and examining them. And I cannot, I cannot jump into the new line. I'll be done for. Have you guys yeah. seen how much yeah. is available? Finished. They're the, they're doing the same thing. Space. They're uh, the new line is just like the old stuff. They're they're just continually coming out with new weird versions of the turtles. Turtles forever. Yeah, yeah they're Yates. just going to keep it up, which is cool. It's it I'm, is I'm cool. glad they're doing that. I really like it. Yeah, and I did see at Walmart they had the uh, the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles two figures. Uh, yeah, with cool I like packaging. those. Those are starting to go on sale. Yeah, so Pretty they're down cute. to sixteen bucks Ooh. from twenty. Mm. Well. Guess I'm going and, to Walmart. Uh, so yeah. yeah, I don't even know if this is real stress, but I am. It's just good. I am uh, into these Ninja Turtles figures, and I'm very excited. So, if anybody has any loose ones they want to send me, yeah. uh, I'll review them. I'll put it on YouTube. I'll even thank you. Yeah, and then I'll put them on my shelf. Hey, I'll open them up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll send them over, that. Uh, uh, dude. That's that's really cool. Uh, Ninja Turtles. That that's a that's a line I used to have a lot of when I was younger, and. Um, I still buy Ninja Turtle stuff very often, but I just like you, I've never really dived back into trying to get them. Uh, I'll buy them here and there if I see them at like a flea market. Right. Uh, well, the one you, thing you noticed you too- haggled you haggled for me to get uh, the the twelve inch uh, Raphael from Ninja Turtle three. I do like to haggle. Because I couldn't, I couldn't do the haggling, and you did it for me. You got me a pretty sweet deal on that guy. I can't I haggle, haggle either. I, haggle. I just got 60 Ninja Turtles figures for free. I haggle. <laughs> Craig sends me in like I can do it, and I always freeze. Um, I'm like, oh, $10? That's good. The one thing with these figures, especially the, the first four that came out, the original, the, the main four, they never have their belts when you find them loose. And that's what Jake noticed when I sent him the picture. He's like, you have all the belts. Yeah. Like, how did you yeah. even? Uh, I was very, uh, I was very yeah. surprised by that so uh i'm excited it's very cool and and uh jake we've talked about it like there's there's one of the lines of the ninja trolls figures from that era that's really cool and kind of kitschy is the universal monsters line Mm -hmm. um so i've got the uh i only have the Raphael mummy figure so i'm gonna have to get the other ones yeah Uh, the thing there's two there's two lines of those as well there's like there's more than just the four turtles uh, there, there's also an April figure, and then I believe they did like another round of turtles as different monsters. Okay. Uh, the other thing. Uh, yeah, we didn't get any Aprils in the. There's no Aprils. Uh, none of the Star Trek figures, which are very cool. April Dude, I, I, the Star Trek figures are awesome. They are yeah. awesome. My all-time so... favorite from from that whole series uh, is the first movie Star Turtles, which were the. Mm-hmm. The ones that were kind of soft rubber and looked like the ones from yeah. the movies. Um, yep. And those ones tend to be a little bit pricey. I mean, what's cool about the, the Ninja Turtles line is that there's there's different points of collecting because there's a lot of figures. You could, you could have a broad-based collection uh, for not that much money, but there's some figures that are extremely rare. There's uh-huh. uh, that Scratch figure, and then the, I can't yeah. think of it. There's a Dalmatian figure as well. Uh, I can't even think. Spot? I think it's same spot. Yeah. Very obvious. Mm-hmm. Uh, because when, when that line was dying off, they were having all these like obscure characters and just made up stuff hitting the shelves and nobody bought it. 
because it was right. Power That's... Rangers was huge at that time. Yeah, so it was waning. Nobody bought it. So they, they do whatever the fuck they want. Yeah, they went to clearance, and now you know there's rare figures. Uh, so I'm very excited. I'm pumped. And I appreciate the support. That's very exciting. Yeah. So that's not I'm even I'm excited stress. for you. I want the blimp. I want all of it. I want the blimp. I want the Technodrome. The, the Technodrome is an amazing playset. Dude, you got to get that Krang figure, man. That Krang figure is where it's at. Well, I have yeah. the Krang figure. Uh, the He's got his little pod. The robot? No, I don't have his Android body. That's Ooh. what you need. Android body. That one's about that's what 70 was... bucks. Yeah. That's what I meant. Jake, yeah. I have a question for you, though. Yeah, what's up? Do you have $70 I can borrow? Yes. Like uh, right now. No. You know. No. I mean, yeah, no. <laughs> like, let me let me rephrase it. Gun to your head. <laughs> Craig needs seventy dollars. You could do it though. Could you do it? I could do it. I could I could swing, swing it for, it? for a friend. So I could give you a check for twenty five dollars from the Fulton <laughs> County Court system in about a week. There you go. I think a week. So I rather the donuts at Dunkin' Donuts, and I'm kind of dealing with it, but. So, well, thank you guys for uh, hearing me out on that one. Um, I, I feel de-stressed. I actually am not that de-stressed because there's a spreadsheet just waiting for me. I'm going to have to tackle it. I'm going to have to get on that spreadsheet, find out what accessories I need, find out what – got to find that Rat King figure. It's going to be a whole thing. Scratch? My, get gonna, that spread out? No, because the Scratch figure is like several hundred dollars. Yeah. Wait, who – wait, what is Scratch? She won't even give you 70. Yeah, I need 70 What bucks. is that? <laughs> So, what figure is that? So it's like the cat that's in the um, like the prison uniform, the yeah. black and white stripe with like the burglar's mask. I do not remember that. It's obscure. It's 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 there. It was even like if you look at the card that it comes on, he's like an escape yeah. convict. It, you could just tell it was like late in the the series. <laughs> and just looks like a bootleg figure. Yeah, it doesn't look real. Yeah, it's it looks you, like a Chuck E. Cheese animatronic. Here's like the thing. thing. The reason why it's rare is because kids who went to like KB or Toys R Us and saw it were like, I don't want that fucking thing. Well, that's not what that's that? not the one I want. Um, some of the most rare figures I actually had one at one point that I sold off uh, that I found by chance. The undercover uh, Ninja Turtles with yeah. the trench coats. The, oh, I love those. those the are ones cool. with the cloth coats. Oh, yeah. Uh, yep. those, are, those are pretty rare. Yeah, nice. I'm looking at Scratch right now. That's a dumb looking figure. Did I ever tell you about uh, when, Gotta I have the, it. when I had the Dick Tracy? Gotta have it. When I, I had the Dick Tracy figures when I was a kid. I have some of them now. And I was Ooh. really, really mad that the Dick Tracy figure didn't come with a yellow trench coat because that was like his iconic thing. That was his thing, yeah. yeah. So Craig got a box of yellow Kleenex and no. a hole puncher. You mixed mediums? I did. You get mad at me <laughs> for that. Well, it looked terrible. I'm sure it did. Right. I was a big fan of that. So. Anyways. And I had some turtles growing up, too, if I can throw in. That was one of the few things that we did have. Like, when it comes to action figures, I remember growing up, my brother was given several turtles on several birthday occasions. So I do have memories with those action figures. I'm really glad that you got them back, and yeah, I'm, excited I'm excited to get more. So. I'm excited. They look, they're looking good. They're uh, looking real good. Well, cool. So, moving on here. Uh, Abigail. Yeah. Do you have my, any stress this week? Am I stepping in? Am I stepping Step up? Step up, too. I'm going to step up to... Right into Channing Tatum's arms, because I really want to. Um, hey. Hey. I'm stressed. What's I'm up? still stressed about jury duty, but um, I have other stresses. Good for it. If, if it's my time. Um, well, for one, my birthday is coming up next month, and it happens to fall the same weekend as Heroes and Villains Fan Fest here in Atlanta. Okay. Um, they're, like, affiliated with Walker Soccer. Yeah, it's just, it's a kind of an up-and-coming convention, um, done by the same people who do the Walker Stalker Con. They do them in different cities, and they're, they're going to do the one in Atlanta, uh, I think November 20th, 21st. Yeah, 
which is my birthday. Happy so. birthday. Hey, send me stuff. Um, $70. We keep check. requesting stuff from our listeners. <laughs> Guys, we're asking a lot. Ninja um, Turtle toys. Well, all I'm asking for when I go to this convention is a couple autographs, a couple meet and greets. There's a lot of people there that I want to meet. Um, the first one being Dave Bautista, uh, who plays, obviously, Drax in Guardians of the Galaxy, one of my favorite movies. Um, and I've been chasing him down for a while. Um, currently, I've met Sean Gunn, and I've met Michael Rooker. Um, and those uh, cast members, they're going to be at this convention again, which I would love to meet them. But Batista is like, I have, he's my white whale. Like, I'm excited. Well, he's a main. You know, he's, he's a man. He's, he's a big man, and I'm very excited to meet him. Um, and I just, here's the thing. My real stress stems from the fact that I have no idea what I'm going to get signed. Um, as of now, I have a Mondo poster, like a really nice print of Drax, which it's crisp and clean and it's well-framed, and I just feel like it might be kind of a travesty to take it out and wrinkle it up and get an autograph on it because it just it's like a really nice piece of art, and I just don't know if I want to cross that line. Is it trashy? I don't know. Um, oh, it's trash. I think it's a little trashy because it's just such a nice, expensive print, so I don't really want to go there. Um, I only have, when it comes to, like, action figures, I have, like, the Hasbro, like, the Drax figure, which is not super impressive, and it wouldn't look great with an autograph, and that's dinky, so I wouldn't do that, um, because he's Steve Batista. so... By the way, if, uh, if, like, three years ago, you would have told me that, like, oh, Abby can't wait to meet Dave Batista, like, I'd be like, what do you, now, why? Now, John Cena, I understand. <laughs> like, CM Punk, me... okay. Even when he got cast in Guardians, I remember kind of rolling like, my what? eyes, like... But that was a super He was so much better than decision. anyone expected. So. Yeah. He was one of my favorite characters. Um, and he has, like, just... I think one of my favorite scenes is when they're all, like, boarding the Dark Aster. And he's, you know, Groot's lighting everyone up with his... Uh, the little, whatever, plant follicles he's shooting off. And it's like, you know, Drax makes the point that he's happy to be among friends again after all of his blunders. And I literally cry like a fucking baby every single time that happens. And, um... He's just I just love him as a as a character in that movie. Um I I love watching his transformation as, you know, his heart kind of melts, you know, having that connection with other people because that's just something that's really special and, you know, that I understand from my own life. So, I'm really excited to meet him. Um I probably will get that quote on whatever I get signed, but I'm in this position where I'm like, what do I do? Buy that like $200 hot toy of like Drax cuz I want that cuz like the base of that would look super sweet with like a nice like silver or gold reflective autograph on it um i i probably couldn't get a quote fit like on there um or do i get like a really nice print which there's a lot available online of just a guardians of the galaxy general poster and make it a project and then i get sean gunn to sign it and then i get michael rooker to sign it also and batista then i'm spending a bunch of money so i don't know what's going on but there's also some lost cast members um claire is going to be there um i'm not her name is emily de raven there we go jake Thank you. And then also... That was me. That was Craig. I'm sitting next to you. I'm like, Jake? I was looking at the computer. Um, But also, Jake, thank you just for being here. Yeah, you know it's cool, man. You like Lost. You You like Lost. Lost is good. Um, Who else from Lost is going to be there? uh, Rebecca Mater. She played Charlotte. Charlotte. So, okay. Like, hey, <laughs> hey! Don't tell Troy Benjamin that. Oh yeah. We don't oh, like Charlotte. So Charlotte was one of my least favorite characters on the show. Uh, but remember a couple episodes ago when we were doing our Lost Ghostbusters team mashup? Yeah. Troy yes. Benjamin. I feel like Troy, we, yeah. I promise Troy we're not picking on you. <laughs> you just say funny things and we, we want to talk you. about him. He he said he wanted Charlotte on his team. Weak link. 
I'm sorry. Oh, yeah? Has he ever actually seen Lost? <laughs> Whoa. Dude, Troy worked on Lost. <laughs> oh, wow. Oh, really? Yeah. Troy, I am very wow. impressed He did, like, you. filmed all the DVD special Just features. And, oh, wow. Uh, all that kind of stuff. Well, so that's I'm cool. Jealous. Yeah. So maybe he knows something we don't know. You know? <laughs> maybe she does a little more. Um, Actually, so, wait, what? Yeah, I'm real. You're real. Everything that's ever happened to you is real. A lot of... Am I slut-shaming? No, Jason movies. Like, that's what's doing it. Yes! There's so much slut-shaming. Yeah. Let's talk about it right now. No, that's not what we're talking about. It's my stress. Um, so, yeah, there's that convention. I'm excited. I'm stressed. I don't know when I'm going to get signed. Uh, Sean Gunn's going to be there, which also leads me into my other minor stress, which is today was, like, the Gilmore Girls Revival Coffee Shop Day, where, like, a bunch of, like, coffee shops all across the country, I think, like, 200-plus, like, revamped the inside of their stores and had, like, signs and special like little quotes from the show Gilmore Girls which is coming back on Netflix like in November I think um and I wasn't there getting the special coffee because I was in jury duty and it was you know so I'm just sad and Sean Gunn was in uh Gilmore Girls so there's that connection and I'm excited for that show to come back I think it's gonna be good and our girl Melissa McCarthy was in it so um Abby I'm gonna I'm gonna be completely honest with you what I have no idea what you just said Gilmore Girls what are you talking about? You don't know. They did like a like a little special coffee shop day to like promote the that they're bringing the show back on Netflix, and I like really liked the show. Yeah. I've never seen 13, Gilmore Girls. I have, yeah, 14. me either. Well, guys, I you know you need to even get hear of this. in touch with your Gilmore Girls side. It's really good. It's a good show. <laughs> I, I guess, yeah. Well, I think that's cool. I mean, listen, I've never seen Gilmore Girls. I'd probably like Might it. Be only Gilmore Girls. Fan. I think it's a cool promotional thing to like bring back a show and yeah. just get like a bunch of. I different... wish they would do that with other shows. Yeah, I wish like. Uh... Well, this is kind of different, but we read uh, the guy who played the soup Nazis coming back to Atlanta to sell soup at Kroger. So we're going to go to that for sure. What? (laughs) Yes, (laughs) we're definitely doing that. So the guy who played the soup Nazi, and I feel bad because I don't know his name, but uh, soup Nazi, he ended up writing a book uh, about his experience being the soup Nazi. And then now he's like a spokesperson for an actual soup company. Yeah. And he goes around the country doing like soup servings at grocery stores. Um, so he's coming to Atlanta. We're gonna get his recipes. And we're gonna steal his recipes. And we're gonna put him out of business once and for all. That's amazing. Yeah. Yep. There's we got a lot going on. There's a lot Dude, going on. Just man, just hearing you like Abby, you talk about the show, you know, revival of, yeah. of a show you really liked, and yeah. and that that's happening a lot lately. Shows exactly. coming back, or, and it just makes me really sad about the time Craig. You told me that. Uh, Jerry Seinfeld was on an episode of something, I don't yeah. know, a talk show, and he had said that he was offered some money to, like, maybe come back and just do, like, one more episode of Seinfeld, and he just declined. Yeah, he's like, nope. And it makes me so sad, because I, I feel like it would be amazing. It would just be, just yeah. like seeing those characters now, I bet making, they could do... making fun well, of, you know, whatever current right. thing is happening. Just, the it finale would be, of Curb Your Enthusiasm was It would be like. good. Right. Yeah, they could do an animated Seinfeld. Anything. Anything. Yeah, I'd take it. Just Whatever like, they got, I'll take it. Please put those characters and those actors back in a room together. Um, before we move on, Ab, I wanted to address your autograph stress. Um, you got some thoughts? And Jake, you're you're avid uh, con goer. You, you get a lot of signatures. I know you usually do the eight by tens, and we've got some eight by tens signed. 
I kind of like when you mentioned the Hot Toys thing. I was like, well, you know, what do you get signed? Do you get the box signed or whatever? But the the base of the Hot it's Toys a good figure, idea. It is a good I idea. I literally like looked it like, up. Like if you got the base signed in like a gold, uh, like a paint pen. Yeah. Now here's the thing. That's what I said. We talk about barrier of entry with my Ninja Turtles figures. Uh-huh. Um, Are we collecting Hot Toys? Well, the Drax Hot Toys probably two hundred and fifty bucks. It's on the lower end of the Hot Toys okay. like, line. Uh, I'm assuming to get Batista's autograph is going to be what eighty bucks? Yeah. Are we doing a photo op? Oh we're, boy! We're dropping like a we're dropping a lot of money on. We're Batista. dropping a Batista bomb. A Batista bomb. <laughs> uh, Five knuckle shuffle. No? Well, that's John that's Cena. That's different. Well, Should we, we do a wrestling episode? You know, we were episode? talking about him, too, so. Uh, so, yeah, I'm excited. Uh, I like, so there was an article that came out last week. Hollywood Reporter had it. And it was all about uh, these celebrities doing conventions and the, the serious amount of money that they're making and how it used to be a uh, kind of a frowned upon, not frowned upon, but like, you know, conventions would be more B-list, C-list actors. Uh, but now you, you're having A-list actors uh, doing these conventions, making lots of money. Mm-hmm. I think they said Norman Reedus. Listen, I'm not going to call Norman Reedus an A-list actor, but he's very popular. <laughs> he's got a restaurant. He's got a restaurant. He ate his hamburgers. Oh. I ate his burger. Uh, Walking Ooh. Dead, Norman Reedus, Daryl. They said he can make up to half a million in a weekend. Yeah. Wow. So, That's insane. And they were interviewing some uh, – a couple people kind of spoke to the uh, person who wrote the article kind of uh, not on the record and talked about like – Hey, I can make more in a weekend signing stuff than I can working on, working a, on a TV show yeah. or working doing one episode as a guest star or something. So uh, there was one person anonymously who was identified as somebody who does all cash business and uh, doesn't really have an agent, just does all these conventions and just comes home from these conventions with garbage bags full of $20 oh, belts. Oh, man. Jesus Christ. And I think Did it might be Richard Hatch. It? You think so? Yeah, oh, Battlestar. Yeah. I've that guy, seen him. He looks so cool in his leather jacket. And so his Richard hair. Hatch, you see him at DragonCon every year. Like all the other like celebrities and, and people at their booths have like these nice banners with their credits on them and like a nice printed photo, and it's really professional. And he just has like a plain white banner that just has his name on it and like and times, three trash bags <laughs> just out front. <laughs> trash bags. Like put your money in it. Put your money in. I'll give you a hug. We'll take a picture. Uh, he's photos. awesome in that show, though. So good for if it's him, good for him. Um, so Drax, Batista, he's going to be taking home some of uh, Abby's money. Kisses, some kisses, a couple kisses. I don't think you could handle a Drax kiss. Can can we wrestle? Apparently, Batista's pretty shy and soft spoken. So yeah, I've seen his ice bucket challenge. He's very shy. He's super shy. How is that a real sentence? I've seen it. I've seen his ice bucket challenge. Oh, I saw Chris Pratt's too. I'm a fan. What can I say? Smile, bitch. Oh, God. I'm. It's okay. You've been nominated, bitch. That'd be like the the outdated reference in the next Freddy movie. They talk about the ice bucket challenge. (laughs) (laughs) Get ready to wait. Get ready to raise money for ALS, you bitch. In your dreams. Oh. Dude, Freddy with his puns. Guys, can we please get Robert The England? kids will wake themselves up with ice bucket challenges. <laughs> <laughs> Stay awake. <laughs> oh, no. In the classroom. I can't fall asleep, Nancy. Ice bucket challenged me. 
Oh god. Uh, well, before, wait. We're teasing it. We're not We're ready teasing. yet. We're teasing, teasing, because teasing. Because Jake. Hey. Yeah. Do you have some stress? I got a, I got a little bit. Got a oh things. yeah. What's stressing you out, man? Man. All right. So the, the the first thing I just want to talk about a little bit. Um. So the Shallows is out on Blu-ray. Not only and, is it out, like it's. I went to Walmart and Best Buy, and it was sold out. People are buying the shallows. Yeah, yeah, it's good. It's a good movie, and I like it a little more. I think every time I watch it, I really liked it. It's good. Um, did you guys see the shallows? No, nope. I need to. It's on my list. You should check it out. It's good. Uh, Is that so, the one where the sharks in a twister? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, that's the one with Dwayne the so, Rock Johnson. I watched a couple of the special features and, you know, the shark in the movie is a CGI shark. Right. Um, and I know um, myself and, you know, a couple of other, you know, shark fans were just a little disappointed that maybe they didn't use an animatronic shark. Uh, but watching the special features to this movie, they really talked about uh, all the work they put in to the research and the detail they put in the CGI shark. And, uh, and, and it was one of those, it's one of those moments where I'm like, Whoa, like I, I, I think the CGI shark works good. The, the shark looks good in the movie. There are uh, a few times here and there where you're like, well, that's CGI. But most of the time the shark looks amazing. Yeah. They did a super good job with it. And then watching the special feature where you see the work that they've put into it and making it as realistic as possible, researching, like, they, you know, they made sure, you know, they got the sizing correct. The shark's a female. They built, they, uh, they built a physical model of the shark before they, you know, made the CGI model. And, um, and another, like, another thing is, you know, we, okay, so obviously there's Jaws, right? Mm -hmm. And... That's a real sh- or it's a, a an animatronic that's a, shark. No, that's a real shark. It's not a real shark. So, what other shark movies do we have that have animatronic sharks in it? Deep Blue Sea had an animatronic. Okay. That was used a little bit. Okay. Uh, there's also a really horrible movie that came out uh, a couple years ago called Shark Night 3D. Ooh. Also had an animatronic shark, and their animatronic shark looks amazing. It's used in one scene. Um, and I mean, the reason that they build these really amazing looking sharks and only use them for one scene is because it's impossible to, to do it. Like there's a reason there's a reason the shark is barely in jaws and it's because it didn't work. The shark isn't Um, working, right? Yeah. The shark doesn't work. And there's a, there's a featurette on the shallows just about how hard it is to film in the ocean. And and it's like they're doing things that you, you just don't even think of. They, they show a specific scene uh, where – so the girl is uh, on the rocks in the middle of the ocean uh-huh. looking towards – you know, you know, some people who are on land. And they were like, this shot took us an entire day. Uh, because they get out there and they're like, oh, we have to build a, a specific rig to sit in the water that won't rock. They're just like, filming in the ocean is the worst idea possible. Right. It's just well, everything just is so ten much, times harder. Yeah, and it's very unpredictable. Like, you yeah, just don't like, know. Yeah, there's the so much you just can't do. And, uh, Movement you can't control. 
Yeah, and just watching that special feature just kind of really put the whole thing in perspective, and it and it made me it made me appreciate CGI a little more. I'm, I've always been the kind of person who's like, "Fuck CGI, don't do it!" Like, mm-hmm. just don't do it. But sometimes you have to, and if you do it right, then it works. And uh, the shallows really works. And um, it was just it, it was really interesting to watch the kind of special features where it's like, let's show how miserable it was. And how hard it was actually to do right. the simplest things possible. And you always, right. I mean, you watch the special features on Jaws. You always hear the stories of how terrible it was yeah. in the seventies, and like the shallows was made. Well, the ocean hasn't changed. Yeah, it's twenty sixteen, <laughs> and it's Our still impossible right. to do it. Right, it's, it's still, and it's not just like, adapt. yeah, people, people, you know, when the movies come out, people are like, oh, of course, the shark's going to be CGI. They're not going to, and it's like, yeah, because it fucking has to be. Right. It's right. like you just can't it's so expensive to build those, you know, a life size 24, 25 foot working animal and then throw it in a fucking ocean of salt water and expect it to work. Yeah, well, these animatronic right. animals do not work with water. I mean, look at uh, Jurassic Park. Uh, yeah, it's really hard in the first one with the the T Rex. Yeah, and with like, it, with, the, with the all rain. the rain. Yeah, and it just started shaking. Right, it just broke how down. Sc- yeah, how scary would that be? Like filming a scene with this scary T Rex, it just starts violently shaking. Right. <laughs> yeah, they're like, oh yeah, next is the shot where you have to be in that thing's mouth. Right. <laughs> it's like, uh, it's no. like a method actor. It's Can like we the take Joker. the teeth out? <laughs> Can we just take the teeth out of it and CGI? Right. God. The problem working with that T Rex is he made me talk to him in character the yeah. whole time. <laughs> he was scary the whole movie. Like it was we were having lunch. He was shaking. Oh, God. It was very scary. His vision was That's not very on, scary. His vision's based on movement. <laughs> um well that's really cool man. Yeah we got I gotta watch the shallows. Uh, yeah we're seeing list. it. It's on it's the on docket. It. Yeah. It's um, fun. It's it's a fun movie. Watch it and we'll and we'll talk about it some more it down the road. Uh Quick piggyback off of some of the things you touched on. Did you see the interview this week with Colin Trevorrow about uh, Lost World? Lost World. I, Jurassic World? Yeah, Lost World, yeah. Mm-hmm. I did see that um, they're planning on making the, the new one a little more scary and uh, using more animatronics. Well, um, yeah, it's yeah. Pretty, I, I, I was happy to hear that. Me too. It's going to be good. Um, Absolutely. That was, I mean, that was, you know, the big, I hope it's that was my big complaint from the first one was just like, I would like to see some more animatronics. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think it's going to be cool. I'm glad. You know, they're kind of saying it's going to be like a new trilogy. And uh, obviously Chris Pratt and uh, your girl. I can't think of her name. BBH? Bryce Dallas Howard. Bryce Dallas. Come on, she's on his <laughs> yeah. hand. BB-8. BB-8? It's going to be Chris BB-8's Pratt and BB-8. BB-8 rolling around. Uh, Wait, I'd camouflage. watch that. I think I would Just watch BB-8 that. with Ooh. a red wig. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, man, in high heels? <laughs> yes. The whole time. <laughs> Yes, ma'am. Yeah. BB-8 setting women back again. Yeah. Oh God. <laughs> Come on, BB-8. Put on some tennis shoes. Be some... realistic. <laughs> He's so unrealistic. No, yeah. He was practical. It's a he, yeah. right? They agreed that BB-8. BB-8 a... started out as a female, and then they transferred and like decided that no, we're cutting. It's we're... 2016. <laughs> it's whatever. Hey, it's whatever it wants. <laughs> it's whatever it wants to be, Abby. <laughs> Uh, oh, good. Yeah. All right. Here we if go. he wants to be J. Edgar Hoover, the J. Edgar Hoover's going to show up and hang out with Ray. Yeah. Yeah. That's what's going to happen. Uh, cool. Well, Jake, did you have any other stress? Yeah. So, uh, you know, a little more on, on our theme this month. 
So I've been like listening to uh, a Stephen King podcast, right? Yeah, and uh, it's pretty good. Uh, I love it. The Do you know guy, what it's called? It's it's literally just the Stephen King cast. Okay, cool. Shout out, so, shout out, guys. Yeah, if you guys like Stephen King, go check him out. Um, this dude has read everything. And he reviews all the books. He reviews the movies based on the books. Uh, just everything. And um, since the new version of It has been filming, uh, I've been getting back into Stephen King. And I've read a couple. You know, I've read It. I've read a couple of the other ones, smaller ones. Uh, but I've been wanting to get back into it. I, yeah. I've been like... I went and I bought like two or three Stephen King books. And I was like, I'm going to fucking read these. I'm going to start yeah. going through all of these. I really love a lot of the movies based on his work. And I was like, why right. am I not reading these? He's so amazing, right. so I've been listening to the podcast and listening, uh, you know, to the, to the reviews of the movies that I've seen. And it got me thinking. He, the, so this guy did an episode that's all about, the shared characters and references between it and the dark tower series, which, you know, is another movie being made. Mm -hmm. And there's so much stuff that intertwines and, uh, reading it. Um, there is a character from the shining that shows up in the book. Also the car, Christine shows up in it. And Stephen King does this. With everything, yeah, and yeah. I was looking. One big world, I, yeah, it's, it's all, all one it's big really world. Cool. Everything's interwoven. Characters are in everything. Uh, I, I was looking it up, and I found a chart that somebody made, and I don't even think it's a complete chart. And it is the most confusing thing I've ever looked at. Yeah, it's a and lot it's of just ways. like this character is in this book. In this sounds book. like my spreadsheet for my turtle. It's story. it's yeah. I think you, it, maybe I was reading your Ninja Turtle spreadsheet. And that's Did why it didn't make sense. No, wait, was this Remember start? when Krang's android body showed up in Carrie? <laughs> oh. That was um, hot. But the, the thing that, that jumped in my mind was like, now that they're making uh, a new version of It, and now that they're they're getting into the Dark Tower series, and, and it seems like Stephen King is maybe getting popular again. You know, we had uh, Stranger Things was very, like, yes. Stephen King-esque. It had the font, and, it had the synth, all that. Yeah, that, kind of, that kind of stuff is, is getting popular again. And I, I think it would be very cool to get, like, a Stephen King shared universe happening. Like, yes. if, they, if they did that with the movies. There are already a ton of Stephen King movies that, you know, technically take place all in the same universe, but there's no actual connections. The right. The way that now, that's the cool thing to do. Everybody wants to make a shared universe. Like, you know, there's the Marvel Universe, DC. Right. Because of Crack.com. Everybody's like, fucking trying to do... connect it, right. Yeah. They should do that with horror movies. Like, why Why don't more horror movies connect? Yeah. It would be, it would be cool. And, right. you know, uh, they did Freddy vs. Jason at this point. I don't know, 10 years ago, more than that, maybe. Well, I don't it know. It was 2003, I think. Yeah. 2003, yeah. And it didn't really take off and it didn't work, but I feel like if they tried to do something more like that now, it would, it would, it would maybe um, go a little better. I know Universal is trying to do uh, Universal Monsters shared universe movies, but none of those have happened yet. 
You know, they're they're the mum. I guess they're filming the mummy now. Mm. Guys, I have a. He's gonna hate me for this. My brother really likes the movie Van Helsing. He's the only person I've ever met who liked it. He Um, is the only person on the planet who really liked that movie. And uh, and uh, yeah. That's kind of they, they've kind of tried it once before. They're like, yeah, we'll get all these monsters. We'll get them. It'll be a monster mash. <laughs> yeah, um, it was a smash. That movie was awful though. Yeah. But uh, but Come that on, kind Hugh of thing, Jim. it feels like Come if they on, do man. it right, that kind of thing w- would be very popular. And uh, I just think, as being a fan of Stephen King, it would be very cool to like if you if you just go online and just look up the references that Stephen King puts to his other works. Yeah. It's it's just so fun to read and be like, oh fuck, they talked about Cujo in Pet Cemetery. You know, yeah, like that kind of thing. There's nothing more rewarding. I want than, like, that in. Right. Yeah, I want that. Tracking that stuff down. Well, Jake, you kind of bring up. Uh, That's why people love Lost. Like, love. Yeah. You find well, those we talked things. about that once on the podcast. How there was all these theories in the last season of Lost and or fifth and sixth season. Like there was a lot of like Damon Lindelof, Carlton Cuse were huge Stephen King fans, are huge Stephen King fans. And yeah. there was parallels where people started, there was a theory going on that I kind of bought into that was... That you might have purported to begin with. Yeah, I don't think I invented it. I know I said that. Uh, that maybe this was like actually taking place in the Stephen King universe and maybe the man in black was that same... Uh, Dude, that'd be so amazing. Right. Dark Tower series. So you always want that to happen. Like you want it. You want True Detective to like take place in the HP Lovecraft universe, and you want there to be like super. Well, at least I did when I watched the first season. Jake hasn't yeah. seen it still. Oh, you know what? I haven't. It's okay. That's okay. I gotta watch it's, the Shallows. It's okay. And... You haven't seen True Detective. What? No, it's. I'll watch it. Gotta watch it. Um, um, don't watch the second season. But I. Uh, this is a good segue because we we wanted to talk about some of. Uh, you know, when we talked about, well, what's this first horror gonna episode going to be? Like, we got to talk about the icons, right? So there might be some debate, but I think if you asked 100 people who are the three big horror icons. Big three. They're huge. The big three. The big three. It would be Freddy Krueger. Yes. Jason yep. Voorhees. Check. And Corey Feldman. Yes. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. And his angels. Tommy Jarvis. <laughs> Tommy Ooh, Jarvis. Tommy, Tommy. Jake. Tommy. Uh, Tommy. No, obviously Michael Myers. Uh there's other names you could put in there. You could make good arguments for Leatherface. You could make good arguments for Pinhead, Chucky. Honorable mentions. Honorable mentions. But they're not the top three. They're not the top three. Uh, Halloween kind of started the, the, the slasher craze mm-hmm. in the 70s. Mm-hmm. Uh, Friday the 13th built on that and became one of the most financially successful horror franchises of all time. And obviously Nightmare on Elm Street uh, did the same uh, starting in 84. So... Mm-hmm. Uh, we all have long histories with these movies. Well, do, not all of do us. Do we? Not all of us. I mean, I've been knowing them. I uh, haven't been seeing them. Yeah, Abby's is a couple hours them. long, yeah. How got... do we want to start? Should we just start off doing, like, the three of us out of those three right now in October of 2016, who your favorite is? Rank them, one, two, three. Yeah, let's three, rank two, one. them. Starting... Okay, well, let's rank them, yeah. Worst to best. Worst? Worst three, okay. two, one. Three, two, one. Jake, you want to start? I'll do it. I'll start. Okay. So, uh, least my least favorite of the three is Michael Myers. The uh, I've never been a huge Halloween fan. Uh, I have gone back and rewatched the first one recently. I watched part two for the first time in the last few days. He's my third choice. Okay. Uh, number two is Jason, and number one is Freddy. There you go. All right. Yeah, that's it. Simple as that. Well, after a week 
of researching and watching two out of all of these franchises' movies, um, <laughs> I would have to say that my number three is Jason Voorhees. Um, I just, it's it's a little, the camp. Well, give some backstory. Which ones have you watched? Which, okay, well, yeah, backstory in the last week um, when it comes to the Friday the 13th franchise, skip right past one and two. Because I, I heard they're just not worth it. Um, and then I went into, I watched three and four okay. in like the last 24 hours. Um, I like it. So I, I think that a lot of people agree that maybe four is one of the better ones, possibly the best one. Collider ranked them recently. So I uh, did a little investigation before watching. And uh, so Four is the last one. It's the final chapter. It ends it. <laughs> he, doesn't, he never goes to space. He yeah, never nothing else happens. Versus no. anybody. Um <laughs> Yeah, so, yeah, I would put uh, Friday the 13th, and I definitely, uh, like, growing up, I thought that Jason and um, Michael Myers were the same person. Um, I definitely didn't have any distinguishment, like, or differentiation between them. Um, I remember seeing, like, um, the Salute Your Shorts episode where they, like, kind of pay homage to Jason, and they have, like a, like, a plumber who dies in a lake and, like, haunts the kids, and it's, like, a campfire story. So I remember being deathly afraid of that episode, um... And, yeah, so now that I've seen the movies, though, uh, sorry, Jason, you are number three. Last picked on the team. Uh, number two is going to my man Michael Myers. He's crazy, and I like that, and I think those movies are very groundbreaking. Um, I, I wouldn't say that I was affected by Jake's opinion walking into it, um, but the, the whole, the, the driving the car, plus, I don't know, maybe just, me not necessarily loving the characters as much as my number one choice, which is obviously my main man, my big squeeze. Corey Feldman. Corey Feldman. <laughs> when he's got that wig cap on, like little whisper coming out, and he gives himself the, the Jason makeup where he looks like Gollum. Um, Isn't that weird? Specifically. That's so weird. It's a little weird. And that end shot, I love when they slow-mo at the end of those movies, though. Like, do I like the Jason movies? Yeah, I think so. Well, what I like bit. is that, like, Tommy Jarvis, he's like, okay, I'm gonna shave my head and put on makeup to make myself look like Jason. Only parts. Hopefully, this will be enough of a distraction. It's all based on like Jason a, is so a pencil dumb. sketch in a newspaper. I'll, I'll go. You go next. Reveal, <laughs> he does a really good job. Reveal based your number on one. Number one, uh, my my boo, my big man, my bay. Can you say that? I said it. Oh, Freddie. I like uh, the nightmare. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, yeah, Wes Craven. He's he's a like very smart guy, and those movies are very scary, and they play on real like primal fears and instincts. The idea of being institutionalized or held against your will, or preventing like the your own death by like staying asleep and insomnia, and all those things are like very like visceral and, and frightening. And the special effects and the music and uh, the acting is better in the nightmare movies. And I fucking loved dream warriors that is one of my favorite movies i think now i don't know what's going on i really liked uh taryn's character i want to do some uh some cosplay at some do point. it i want to be are beautiful. we doing a we doing a my dream dreams, warriors group I'm beautiful costume? and bad yes we're all doing it because <laughs> there's like a lot of good stuff in that movie so yeah, yeah after and i've seen at this point from the nightmare movies i've seen the first second and third and then i also saw Seven. the seventh Yep. Which I really liked that movie too. That's I was an amazing. That movie. By well, how much we'll, I we'll, like that. We will talk about that. We're gonna get into it. Um, my rankings. Uh, my number three is Jason. 
okay. I think Jason. Sorry, Jason. I think Jason's a big dummy. And, uh, <laughs> he literally he's pretty is. petty, and like he should be. But he, he like sets all the the bodies up in a nice way at well, the end of the movie for yeah, he, he's, whoever to find. He's like, creative, guys. He's creative. He's like Listen, the Blair Witch. They should hang out and do crafts. <laughs> He's a uh, Etsy store going. There's definitely a Kevin McAllister vibe I'm getting yes. from Jason where he's like uh you know, I could see him if if Jason was uh defending his, his uh Camp Crystal Lake, there'd be some flying paint cans and some uh, mm-hmm. uh some ornaments. Flying <laughs> yeah, some ornaments and stuff. Zip like. line, he's going to land on the blob. Um, so Jason's my number 3. Uh although I will say uh, I'm not a huge fan of the Friday the 13th series. I have m- so much respect for it. And it has a hardcore fan base, and I, I I totally get it. It's just not my favorite. Although I did rewatch uh, Final Chapter uh, with Abby, and uh, I I really it is good. I really did. Enjoy we were it. complimenting it so much because we just seen we, the it's third so much movie. better than the third one. The third one is the, there, it's a really night and day. Hot garbage. Crispin Glover is awesome. Yes, in that movie. <laughs> what I love Surprise, about these Crispin Glover. I love right. watching yeah. old horror movies where you randomly get somebody who ends up being a very good actor, the juicy one, and they just set themselves apart. Like when you're watching Dream Warriors and you got Larry Lawrence Fishburne. Larry like, Fishburne. Holy yeah. shit! Morpheus is just a nurse in this movie, and he's clearly a better actor oh. than everybody. He like owns <laughs> yeah. it. Yeah. Uh, so you kind of get that with Crispin Glover in, in that uh, fourth. Uh, Friday the 13th movie and uh, Corey Feldman he was a good like he, he was, was a good little actor he was a good little actor um, so I enjoyed watching this but yeah my number two this is okay so I'll just say it. number two is Michael Myers number one is what no well let me here's the thing here's the thing here's the thing so this is a little bit of well maybe you guys can help me help I'm me surprised I thought you were going to say I thought Myers opinion, was going to be but yeah me one. too all along here's the thing Halloween the first, just stand Talk alone. yourself out of it. Here's the thing. Halloween is in my top seven movies of all time, and it's my favorite horror movie of all time. Okay. So if we were just going based on what is the best character you ever saw in one movie, it would be Halloween Michael Myers. But as a, if we're talking, you know, all these characters have so many movies, right? There's... Right. Eight or nine Halloween movies. There's, you know, twelve Friday Thirteenth movies. Nine or ten Nightmare on Elm Street movies. So just looking at it from a body of work. You're looking at the report card. I'm looking at yeah. the report card. Your um, Excel spreadsheet. Okay. okay. So when I judge a band, I'm not just going by their first album. Okay. If we did that, then I don't know. Insert the Weezer would win. Yeah, then Weezer would win. But they have so many shitty. But albums. so many shitty albums. So, so many shitty albums. From a from a. <laughs> And I know this is controversial because you guys expected me because I do love Halloween. It is one of my favorite movies. Uh, but body of work, you got to go, Freddy. You just yes. have to. He's Robert, got the body. Robert. He's Engle- not the shape, <laughs> but he's the body. He's the Freddy, the body Ventura. <laughs> he's uh, got a nice body. The first Nightmare on Elm Street in is, New Nightmare is great. It's that uh, jacket. Second one is. There, it's kind of like becoming a revisionist history. People have a lot more respect for it now than they did uh, when it first came out. Uh, New Nightmare is incredible. And all those movies are so much fun. I will say this. I'm not scared of Freddy because it can't happen. But it could. Well, I guess it could, but it probably won't. Now, it does freak <laughs> me out if you watch these uh, old interviews with Wes Craven when he talks about where he got the idea for Nightmare on Elm Street. 
there were these studies going on in basically like in China or Japan or some Asian country. There was teenage boys mysteriously dying from night terrors in their sleep. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he had the idea for Nightmare on Elm Street. So that's really wow. scary. But uh, being alone in a house, Michael Myers, the, the, the first movie, the first Halloween is great. The music is great. John Carpenter is incredible. The direction is great. Everything is great about it. The second Halloween is in my you know we we could talk about that now since Jake you just watched it for the first time Abby you yeah. just watched it for the first time yeah. I've seen it a lot but we I did just rewatch it uh, Halloween two to me suffers because it is a direct continuation of the first movie and there's no like character or story development you just kind of that's how these sequels right you're just kind of thrown right into it but to me there's some pretty suspenseful moments but the music is so bad in the second movie it's like this overdone synth that just takes the tension out of every scene it's used mm-hmm. uh it really bothers me <laughs> that's Friday the that, I know that's it Friday is 50. but I'm just I know I, but it's you know it's the the music that plays or the sound of you can't death. substitute the, the coming the right? Halloween piano theme with like Terminator synth it just bothers me um so and then Diminishing results as you go on from the Halloween series, to in my in my opinion, mm-hmm. uh, if we're just talking about Michael Myers, Halloween four five, Curse of Michael Myers is terrible. H two O, it just goes on and on up into the Rob Zombie films. Never quite as good or scary as he was that first time. Freddy, on the other hand, consistently like whether he's Dark Freddy or like wisecracking Freddy or Come here, you little bitch, slut Freddy, shaming. slut Freddy. shaming Freddy. Robert England is always great in that role. Yeah. So yeah. therefore, I award Freddie my number one. How do you like yeah. that? Well, I'm taking yeah. it back. You're not wrong. I'm gonna go uh, paint some some charcoal stuff or whatever Robert England was doing in New. You're <laughs> gonna do a Robert England the painting. One scary face. <laughs> uh, me and Jake were talking about that. Jake was not complimenting that painting. It, it's not good. The screaming <laughs> faces. Jake, yeah. I'm, I'm interested. What did you think of Halloween 2? Uh, okay, so let, bef- before I get into what I thought of Halloween 2, let me just quickly – Halloween 1 I never loved. Right. And I used to I used to talk some mad shit about it, and I'll right. still talk some shit about it. I don't love it. I don't think Michael Myers is – he's kind of boring to me. Uh, he's just not very interesting at all. Uh I know they did it first. Wrong, wrong. Do my Donald Trump. Wrong. Yeah, I just don't Political. love it. Uh, I did. I did buy uh, Halloween on Blu-ray like in the last couple of months and gave it a rewatch because so many of my friends are like, "It's amazing." I was like, "Well, fuck, I better watch it again. Give it another chance." And I don't hate it, but I still just it still isn't number one to me. Uh, mm-hmm. So I watched part two recently and. The first, like, the open. I really like the opening. I like that it starts immediately, like, just picks up where the last one ends. Because I feel like the first movie's almost like, I don't know, man, the, the first movie's almost a chore to watch to me. And I was just like, all right, yeah. fine, okay, he's driving, he's, he's standing just, somewhere. Driving. I don't to know. Somebody he's like, he's, never, he's just change. standing somewhere. I don't to, know. To somebody who's never seen Halloween, if they just listen to us, they would be like, I think it's like a driving movie. It's like a journey. It is. It is the country. movie drive. Yeah. Uh, um, 
It's a road race. <laughs> so, so I, I really, I really love the way part two opens. I, I love the, the credit scene at the beginning with the pumpkin. I was like, whoa, this looks cool. Yeah. But as the movie goes on, uh, there are some cool, like uh, some of the scene, some of the kills are really cool. Like a uh, little Lance Guest. Lance Guest is in it, yeah. and uh, he's almost unrecognizable. Um, he is such but a baby. There was there was one particular kill that I thought just was shot in a very cool way. Uh, when the the guy and the girl are in the like hot tub, I knew you were going there. And the guy, like you watch him kill the dude in the back room, right? And they're in the background. I was like, well, this is this is cool. Right. Uh, yeah. There were a couple. There were a couple deaths like that that I was like, "Oh, that you know, it well, was, it was just shot comes, in such a good way." Even when he comes, the skin peeling off. Yeah, when he comes in there and he's in, yeah. throwing, uh, dunking her in the scalding yeah. hot water. Like yep. that whole sequence is pretty. That cool. stuff was all cool. But my my big issue with Halloween Two is that like it almost felt as if they couldn't get Jamie Lee Cur- like she's barely in the movie. She was in like she's coma, the yeah. main she's the main character of the first movie, and then in this movie. For some reason, she's just in a hospital bed the whole movie. And I'm like, wait, isn't she? What is happening? Like, you barely, she doesn't really, she's in the hospital bed the whole movie until like the last 15 minutes. Right. They shoot her up with drugs or whatever. Yeah. She, and she protests it. And then they switch storylines to the other, to the nurses. Yeah. And, they just show so much of these other sex, random right. characters. And I was like, wait, why? It, like, did, could they not get her for more than a day of shooting or something? Dude, it just, that just, was weird. Do nurses... Nurses are DTF. Are they always just fucking? There's a lot of that going on in the hospital. I didn't know it was so sexy. Also, there's like five people in this hospital. That's it. There's there's three people who work there and two patients. Listen, though, it's it's Halloween night. They're out. They're trick-or-treating. They've got events. The the one doctor is just drunk when he shows up at Halloween, too. Oh, you know him. It's fine. Who's Jack's dad from Lost? And then he administers... (laughs) (laughs) Um, You get my father... He's stronger than I am. Halloween two is is it's it's okay. Like it's not the worst sequel of all time. Yeah, no, it was. It has merit. Donald Pleasance to me, you know, uh, Doctor Loomis. He's better in the first movie. He's a little over the top in the second. He Uh, takes. I shot him six times. Yeah, Yeah, I shot him six (laughs) times. Do you think he was the guy who shot Fifty Cent nine times? Yeah, Yeah. and like. uh, Went running around saying that. I yeah. shot him nine <laughs> times. Yeah. Uh, how about when the guy who's not Michael Myers, who's wearing kind of a Michael Myers Yeah, style just gets bro- oh, oh, they jumped dude, the shark so that fast. That was the note. That was a note I took. I was like, wait. What? What is this guy dressed as? So they just as? killed a guy? <laughs> what was he? Immediately. What, right, he what was he dressed as? I'm like, yeah. So the original. Why is he dressed like Michael Myers? It makes no sense. I know. With, with like. Blonde hair. Uh, the original Michael Michael Myers. He got on Reddit. He yeah. found out real fast. <laughs> he was like, "No, nah, guys, I'm gonna win." He's the guy who I'm does a costume. Yeah, he does a costume of Dragon Con based on something that happened that week yeah. yesterday. Yeah. yeah. And he's like, what are you? Pictures. It made an absolute. That made absolutely no sense to me, and I was like, "What is happening?" Because I'm you know, you, you know that immediately the, that that's not Michael spell. Myers. Yeah, I'm Zombie Kiefer Sutherland. He died an hour ago. Uh-huh. Wait, what? <laughs> uh, so, uh, he didn't, by the way, he didn't die. He did um, Fuck you, 2016. Yeah, man. Uh, you know what? I'm done with you. Um, Chick-fil-A was closed last Sunday. Fuck you, 2016. Yeah. I just, Seriously. that was a tweet I did. Uh, very proud just of that. Just now. Like two weeks ago. Um, yes. So, 
the original Michael Myers mask was made from like what did they found like a Captain Kirk mask. It's a Captain, yeah. It's Captain so Kirk. are we to believe that there was this other guy also had a Captain Kirk mask and like modified it, it, painted it white, and also wore a you know a jumpsuit? <laughs> like a boiler no, 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 mom, it's what a mashup. It's a it's my uh, own thing. I like how they explained it later. Like, so it's kind of funny when when you see it happen, you're kind of like, "What the fuck?" And they explain it later, and it was like, "Oh, he was just drunk. <laughs> he was just walking home." Oh yeah, well you shouldn't. And the cop just hit him, and apparently, when you get hit <laughs> by a car, you explode. Yes, dude. Yeah, and they they show that that person just burning alive, yeah, and I was like, yeah. I was kind of taken aback. Me I was like, too. "Whoa!" Well. I was like, "This is dark." <laughs> Like, like, oh, well, this, just... just random innocent dude is just yes. burning to death. Exactly. Just like, because no, was he's the barb. Just because he was responsible right. for not driving that night. Right. Yeah. He was exactly doing his civic duty. He was protecting <laughs> other people and himself and having uh, a good time. I love the couple at the beginning. Uh, and she's like giving the guy shit. He's, he's like falling asleep while she's making his sandwich. Yeah. She's like, mm-hmm. do you want mayonnaise? And he's like asleep. Yeah. And he's like, Gah. she's like, oh, you fell asleep, you asshole. Yeah. <laughs> How dare you fall asleep yeah. uh, <clears throat> at 11 o'clock at night on a Tuesday. Uh, and then, but I did like that sequence where the knife's gone and there's, there's, there's definitely some cool stuff in the movie. It kind of loses its way halfway through, but yeah. yeah. Um, have I you agree. seen uh, the Rob Zombie Halloween 2? I did. I saw both. I, I saw both of his movies. So the and Rob Zombie weird. Halloween Two is definitely way different, but it does start off kind of similar. It does start off direct continuation at a hospital, mm-hmm. but goes in a a weird bit of a different direction. Weird. Yeah. Direction. I imagine. I'd like to watch those very soon. So. Um, I thought the. I, I haven't seen either one since uh, I saw them in the theaters, and I thought the first one was very similar to the original Halloween, except for all that, like, kind of backstory they threw in at the beginning. But once he was Michael Myers, it's it's just almost like a normal remake. Uh, Yeah, so, like I said, I think it was still my turn. I was, this all start, this all started with me. Yes. Michael Myers, love him. Love him like a brother. Yes. Uh, Love him like a... Love him like uh, Jamie Lee Curtis loves her brother. Does she love him? Jamie, by the way, Jake, have you seen the on the Halloween Blu-ray, the 35th anniversary edition? There's that like behind-the-scenes documentary about Jamie Lee Curtis doing her first horror convention. Yeah, I have. The night she came home. Do you guys yep. like how I asked Jake if he's seen it, knowing hey, perfectly well that he has? Let me ask you a yeah. question. Yeah, hey, it was good. Modern broadcasting. Oh, um, it's magic. I really like that. She so she kind of reminds me, Jake. You remember my aunt Debbie? You met her in Florida. You sure do. She reminds me of her personality, like just very yeah. like says the first no thing. No filter. Her, no filter. In your face. Pretty controlling. Type A. Very confident. <laughs> She's uh, successful. Jamie She's Lee, a boss. She is a boss. She organizes her pens by color and shape, and she tells people what to do. The shape. And the shape. Uh, uh, that documentary was really cool. It was super enlightening, and uh, I really liked watching it. Yeah, and uh, I would recommend anybody picks up that Blu-ray, uh, watch that, because uh, if you're a convention goer, it's always kind of cool to see that stuff. Like. The fact that for an hour and a half, I like watching other people getting autographs. Just and it's post, yeah. to me. I'm like, oh, what are they getting signed? Mm-hmm. Oh, they're getting a knife signed. Like That's pretty a cool. Box break. <laughs> oh, where'd they get that poster? Oh, I like that. I like that. Good collecting uh, posters and knives. And, yeah. Uh, but uh, so we, I wanted to talk about um, Nightmare on Elm Street. So 
Freddy Krueger is the most, well, I don't know, in my opinion, the most iconic horror icon, right? Um, yeah, I think kinda, he is. And yeah. we're kind of talking. He's got about, the best outfit. He's does, best dressed. Best dressed goes to Freddy. Mister Congeniality, mm-hmm. Frederick Krueger the first. Uh-huh. Uh I made up that name, Fred Krueger. When they I'm call sure sometimes when they refer to him Fred Krueger, and that seems scarier. Yeah, Fred, Fred is yeah. different. Um, Fred Krueger, former. They never say child molester, but it's no, but heavily you know. implied. Yeah, there's kids, right? Yeah, um, and uh, no one talks about it, right? His backstory is very cool. The parents of Elm Street lighting him on fire, burning him down, like that. That is the coolest backstory. Yeah. Um. It's dark and it's twisted, and like it, yeah. I love so when Definitely I was a kid, evil. I was obsessed with Freddy Krueger. Deathly afraid to ever watch, but very much intrigued, uh, enamored with uh, a little crush. I had a little crush, and uh, Jake, I know you loved Freddy growing up. Yeah, uh, you know his, like you just said, man, his backstory, his whole like mythology, just the whole thought process behind those movies is more fun. They're more interesting than the other films. Uh, and I remember being really young and, like, walking in and seeing just some of the – those movies, the Freddy movies have some really gross things in them. Right. Yeah. And Tons. I remember, I remember like, walking in and seeing some of those things and, and just being, like, scarred and just being like, yep. those that was disgusting. You know, I don't know what I'm watching, what is happening why is he eating meatballs that have faces and yeah. they're screaming like this? Is, it's like kind of horrifying. This stuff in nightmares. Yeah, there and it's and but then like on the one hand you have this really gross, terrible things happening, but then you have like Freddy just being funny well, and just like being a cool guy the whole time, putting on sunglasses and playing video games. He's very confident. Um, He's very confident. Freddy. So all these these. Uh, figures in the the horror genre usually have some sort of iconic uh piece of clothing or piece of equipment or something about them so obviously jason has his hockey mask michael myers mask all that stuff freddie there's multiple things it's like it's everything the sweater the hat the collection the glove the freddie collection um and i think that has those those things just stick in your mind when you see them um so when i got reintroduced to horror when i was like 14 i got the nightmare on elm street dvd set and i remember being so excited and so proud and just so happy to have all those movies on dvd and i would watch them over and over and over the first nightmare on elm street is one of the most fun movies like it holds up like everything about it holds up Mm -hmm. it's 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 dark it's scary like Abby was saying earlier, it kind of like, and and it, the teenagers like they weren't that stupid. Like in the Friday the Thirteenth movie, sometimes the kids they're are just so like, you can't unlikable. wait for them to die. They're all assholes, especially in that third movie. Everyone's just like complaining. Um, they all lose each other inevitably, and like they're just. It's like, why did you all go camping together? You literally don't seem to like <laughs> each other very much. Like yeah. I'm glad they're dying. I guess that's probably a little bit part of that, where it's like you get to watch the popular kids that you hate anyway at school go on a camping trip and get murdered. So that's kind of like that's whatever. Is that that's good? When I was five years old, um, I one of the most iconic things, something that was just in my brain. They always It's like the horror sex thing. You're an impressionable teenager. You're Tommy Jarvis. 
jumping around on his bed as he sees the two making out across the window. Not knowing you feel a certain way, but don't really know what those feelings are. So you just want to run around screaming about screaming a pillow, <laughs> screaming in a pillow, in a pillow. Um, I'm kind of glad his mom walked in. And, yeah, I didn't want to see where that was going. Mm-hmm. Um, he makes really good masks. He should focus on that. Yeah, <laughs> he's very talented. That kid's like eight, making like studio yeah. quality latex masks. Yes. Um, the scene with Nancy in the bathtub, legs spread, in the bubble bath. She yeah. dozes off, and Freddy's glove comes in between her legs. Like, that was the scariest slash most exciting thing I had ever seen mm-hmm. as a six-year-old. Right. Um, I had a giant crush on Nancy. Heather Langenkamp? I think that's Langenkamp? Langenkamp. Langenkamp. Yeah. Uh, she's awesome in that movie. Yeah. Johnny Depp <laughs> is awesome in that movie. Robert England is awesome in that movie. Right. Yeah. I think, I think the what sets uh, the the Nightmare on Elm Street movies apart and what makes them so much better I think than uh, the other two is that so because Michael Myers is a physical being and Jason Voorhees are a physical you know they both start off as like they're human characters to a point when Jason starts running I'm like rolling my uh, eyes like (laughs) But what it is is like you know Michael Myers is gonna stab you. Yep. He's gonna he's gonna crush your head or he's gonna stab you or you're just gonna get stabbed with something. And the same thing is with with Jason Voorhees. He's gonna get you with a machete or a knife. You're just gonna get stabbed. That's mm. all. You know every movie is basically just watching you get stabbed a different way. Right. Mm-hmm. And because they went a different route with Nightmare on Elm Street and it's all dream based. The movies don't all feel like they're the same movie because you're, the kills can be so different and yeah. so out there and you can do weird shit like have Nancy fall asleep in a bathtub and have his hand come out mm-hmm. because it's not all, it's not all reality. Yeah. There's like no logic driven, at all. It like can just be weird driven. and as inventive as possible. And that's what, that's what makes those movies – that's part of what makes those movies better in my opinion yeah. and more fun to watch and are just more yeah. lasting. You can just do more with them. Right, and Nancy's like more adept and like smarter as like a, like a female when it comes to like get you know either getting out of and escaping the situations and like keeping herself awake. She's super resourceful and I just – I feel like they were a lot stronger – female characters um in uh the nightmare movies and there were in like you know the friday 13th movies had just like a bunch of people i disliked wandering around getting murdered um and halloween you know jamie lee curtis she's cool whatever but she wasn't necessarily like she didn't strike me like nancy struck me i thought that um by far the nightmare on elm street movies were just they're just better movies. You know what struck me about Nancy was her acting in Dream Warriors. It's really <laughs> it's, bad. Yeah. What something happened? Because she got better. She's good in one and she's great in seven. She was something having about, like a bad... She's just having on. a bad It was time. that yeah. bad, bad dream. dream. It was the Dream of you know? What's it called? Oh, Dream of Sil? Hypno-Sil. Well, let's talk about Dream Warriors because, Abby, I knew you were going to love it. Yeah. Because... I just know I know your style. You just it, it opens with like that abandoned, creepy mansion and all that. You know, it just it just feels like it, it's just 
it just appeals to me on so many levels. And to have like the uh, the Rat Pack ba- or the Brat Pack basically like in rehab, and to have yeah. those characters like Ooh, even there though- is a Breakfast Club feel. Yeah, exactly. And I I yeah. love that. Um, yeah, to have a bunch of contrarian kids who like are, are are against the world and misunderstood, like who have to band together, like that is right up my fucking alley. So that movie definitely appealed to me. Um, and I, I just thought the characters were a lot more likable. The acting's better. Just a lot. All those things that you look for. Right. Um, and it dealt with a very controversial subject. I was reading the Wikipedia page. Yeah. Teen suicide. Very taboo. Yeah. Oh, you couldn't talk about it? You couldn't talk about it back then. You couldn't. Can't talk about it now. Yeah. I'm surprised I even said it. Yeah. Um, there's a hotline. It's going to be it's going to be, it's gonna uh, be blurred out, bleeped out. Yeah. Gonna They're gonna be, what did they say? Teen what? what? Teen what? Teen Wolf. Can't talk about that. <laughs> I can't talk about Teen Wolf anymore. What did they say? It's uh, very controversial. Dream Warriors is cool. Dream Warriors has some of the more iconic kills. I mean, one of the most iconic kills in the Friday the 13th franchise, I don't even know which one it is. I think it's in 5, 5 or 6 is the sleeping bag kill. Where oh, girls that. in the sleeping bag and he picks it up and slams it against a tree. Yeah. That's all yeah, they, fine and well. Right. That doesn't compare He's just having fun. to like tendons coming out of your wrist through your arms. That as kid Freddy- like suspended by tongues over the fires of hell. <laughs> like that shit is dark. Yeah. And just then it goes like shit, deep yeah. and like mythological with like all the, the ivy and pillars in New Nightmare and like wherever that, that whole place that they're in. Like the aesthetic of it, it's like all Botticelli and like I really like it. It's like Dante's Inferno and there's a lot yeah. of like mythos and like thought behind it. It's not just like oh there's a curse on the camp or like oh like you're, you're Michael Myers can whatever I guess he's the like evil incarnate is kind of like his deal but that just didn't scare me like Freddy scared me like the idea of Freddy coming in my dreams like I used to be I remember laying awake as a little girl being haunted by like images of scary stuff like if I saw like a I remember seeing a clip of Batman 89 of like the sewer grate and like smoke coming out of it being convinced that it was a horror movie and like having that image scare me (laughs) as a little kid and keep me up at night like I was frightened by like a lot of stuff because I you know I hadn't seen it and now that I've seen it I just I like the Nightmare movies, better. Ah, the bat. Give me a break. <laughs> hey, American Express, don't leave home without it. Dude, I love I that feel guy. Like Bruce Wayne's parents. Can I break away from this episode to talk about those two guys? Let's talk about the two guys. The two guys, the guys? The Batman. The bat. The way bat. that guy says bat yeah. is amazing. Bat. He he, like he makes it, it like three syllables. Swallows it and spits <laughs> it back up. Hey, lady, there ain't can... no bat. <laughs> Uh, hey, hey, lady, give me a dollar. <laughs> hey, mister, give me a dollar. One dollar. Oh, and then when the pearl necklace, like, broke and oh, shattered really God. slowly. Uh, music... No one's ever done that before. Oh, wait, no. no that's sorry, never sorry, sorry. Uh, you here. Martha Wayne, you bitch. Um, Anyways. Guys, oh, guys. Let's, let's, let's talk about New Nightmare. Okay. Yeah, we're into it. Is how... How How is New Nightmare as good as it is? So, so little backstory. Once again, Wikipedia. Kicks the fourth wall down. Man's best friend, not dogs. Wikipedia. Woman. Apparently, Wes Craven's original pitch for Nightmare on Elm Street 3 was the plot of New Nightmare. Yeah. He wanted to do that movie like 10 years before it happened. Or 8 years before it happened. Uh, That's, his it's kind of himself. insane because New Nightmare already. do, Do you know what year New Nightmare came out? 94. 94. So even at that point, I feel like that movie was ahead of its time because it didn't – I don't think it did very well. I don't think – you know that was the last 
uh, Freddy movie for a very long time until right. what? It got Freddy like a six Jason. out of ten yeah. by most critics. So and think about that. I, they did seven Nightmare on Elm Street movies in the first ten years, and yeah. then it was another nine before we saw Freddy again. Yeah, and just like so, uh, I feel like New Nightmare is his uh, first draft of Scream. Because it's like it's a lot of the same. A lot of people, right? Draw a lot of the same meta stuff is happening in Scream that happens in New Nightmare. It's just like it when New Nightmare came out. People, I don't think everyone was quite ready for it, and I think a lot of people thought it was stupid. Uh, But man, just like nineties people were. Imagine like pre-internet watching, like pre-internet. Like imagine just like a normal guy, like I'm gonna go see Freddy. Like what is this? Yeah, yeah. People just didn't get it. Freddy was, you know, Freddy was. It was weird because you know, obviously, if no one's, if people listening haven't seen this movie, so in New Nightmare, the Freddy movies are Freddy movies, and all of your, you know, basically you have Heather. He's killing herself. Right. She's playing. Yeah, she's playing herself and. Freddy, the Freddy in this movie is like a scarier, different version of Freddy. It's just so weird. It's like, and they're living me, out the script of a new movie. Let me explain it. Okay. It's okay. like, it. let, imagine if they did this with Ghostbusters and it was our real world. So Dan Aykroyd, not Ray Stance, actually goes around looking for ghosts. Wait, this is real. Does that's that real. That's, 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 that's what I'm that's saying. That's reality. So... Guys, I just wanted to say that out loud. I just want to say that. Uh, it felt good. But yeah, so New Nightmare, it, it is meta. It takes place in a world where the Nightmare on Elm yeah, Street Yeah, he breaks movies, the fourth wall, yeah, basically. It exists. comes over, and it opens with them doing like special effects work, and I think that shit's really cool. It's really representative of the time, like the cut to the chase productions or whatever it's oh, called. Oh, yeah, because the husband's name's changed. Yeah, like that, it takes you, it took me into the movie further because I was like, oh, wow, this is like, it's also a cool little tidbit, like your little background on like how that, like watching it as it's made and that kind of stuff. And um, I love when shows do break the fourth wall or when a movie does or whatever. And Well, well I was just saying, one of the, the most exciting things about it for me is like my favorite thing to do in the world is to speculate about new sequels and new movies in a franchise. So... Ghostbusters 3 for the last 20 years. Talk about it. Look it up. Did you hear anything? Is there a rumor? Is there going to be a new Nightmare on Elm Street? Is there going to be a new Friday the 13th? Could Jurassic Park happen? Yeah. Is there going to be more Jurassic? Like, so obviously all of us as movie lovers, that's what we do is we talk about the possibilities of the franchise extending. That is a main plot point of New Nightmare. Yes. Part of the plot is, hey, do you think they're going to make another Nightmare on Elm Street movie? Yeah. And I'm yeah. like, oh, that's amazing. Yeah. Is it going to be scary enough and all that? Yeah. Right? And so Wes Craven plays himself. And he's kind of weird and creepy and amazing. Yeah, and, uh, like a recluse. Robert England's in it, and he's like kind of like Mr. Hollywood. Like, you know, like they all play like versions of themselves. Uh, the main kid in that movie is a good actor. I don't know his name, but he's a little asshole things, from right. Full House. Yep. He's Michelle. Yeah. Michelle's little asshole. What? <laughs> <laughs> all right. That's a weird one. That was great. Fun. Um, so... <laughs> All just hitting me, which has happened. Uh, you said it. Uh, I'm not so, taking it back. And then cut Heather, it out. Heather Langenkamp. Yeah, Langenberry. She's great. She's wonderful. she's awesome in that movie, Love and it's her. super scary because there's earthquakes and there's these phone calls, and it's all the more that Wes Craven is writing the new script the for New Nightmare, the more right? it's happening. It's yeah. such a cool idea. When you finally start seeing Freddy in that movie, this is not necessarily 
the same Freddy Krueger that we've come to know and love over the right. previous movies. Well, they got even, a nicer jacket they even, on. They even go as far as having Heather uh, on a talk show, and they bring out Robert England as Freddy. And when they do, he looks like Freddy, you know, in all the other movies. Right. But then every other time you see Freddy, he looks different. His clothing is different. Yeah. You know, his claw is different. His uh, his facial features are completely different. Yeah, right. He has and he's almost scarier, like instead of you know? having like a completely burnt face, it's it almost like skins on the outside. Yeah, he's got like these like these big Sinewy, chunks of like, uh, like just I don't know dead gross skin. Like it's very cool. Long trench coat. And it plays into the fact that they're like upping the special effects for this movie, which they give you that little slice of in the beginning. So right. like it does play back and it becomes meta. It's very right. cool. Um. It's just very awesome. And then the babysitter, like, she wasn't just, like, a throwaway. Like, I no, actually... she was, like, a super smart, capable character who, like, stayed true the whole time and was, like, able to deal with every situation that she was, like, given um, in the hospital and, like, take care of the, the kid. And um, eventually I think she helped them make it back. And I love the idea of Nancy having to cross back over into – the dream world again, like by taking the the sleeping pills, the little trail that you know was left, which is like a callback to the story that she was reading to her oh, son. Oh, because the kid loved. It was just a Greta. really well written, yeah. like yeah. The it kid had was some super into Blair Witch there's this, smart stuff. There's this really cool thing they do where, uh, as the movie goes on, characters start to stop. They start to call her Nancy again, right? Yes. and it's like, yes. it's like uh, you know, the guy, the guy who dream. played her dad, oh, he's shows amazing. Up. I he's love that guy, really. Yeah, and, and and another thing is like they start doing just all these. There's these weird. So you know, in the first, um, in the first Nightmare on Elm Street, there's the part where uh, Nancy is walking through the school, and the like, the the hall monitor is like, "Hey, where's your pass?" Yeah, and she she has that line where she's like, "Screw your pass," and right. then. That same yeah. thing happens to her in the hospital in New yeah. Nightmare, and uh, it's great. It, it's just such a good movie. It is so it, you know the, these hor- the horror uh, the slasher flicks. You know when you get like when every one has eight or nine sequels and they're just the same movie over and over, and then you know like Wes Craven was just like, hold on, I'm ba- I'm about to fuck it, I'm about to fuck Steve this King up, shit, you know. And right. he comes out and they're like, oh, they're making another Freddy movie. You would you would expect to just have the same thing and just imagine what it would have been like to go and see that movie and just been like, Whoa, wait, this is a real movie. This is a fucking good movie. Right. Right. Yeah. It's like, it's on, it's on another level. And Wes Craven, I mean, you know, he was huge breakout in the mid eighties or whatever, but think about that sequence. 94, he makes new nightmare. 96, we get scream. So like, you could make an argument that those it those are two of his space, best movies. Right, so, right. Um, you know, Wes Craven was a, he was a genius. Right. And uh, I don't know. I'd have to go look at the box office. I don't think that movie did that well. And the whole thing was like part of the part of the plot was like I thought Freddy was dead because like Freddy the sixth one is called Freddy's Dead: The mm-hmm. Final Nightmare, mm-hmm. which right. is always so stupid because you know, it's never final. Never final. Like, it never ends. Um, right? So, but then it was a long time after New Nightmare to, until we saw Freddy again. Uh, they did Freddy versus Jason, which was teased in at the end of uh, Jason Goes to Hell. And I kind of get the feeling that Freddy versus Jason would have been like it was successful, but it was kind of shiny and not. It's just not. I don't know, just not that fun. Yeah, it didn't. Right. 
it had it had a lot of issues and it it went through a lot of different versions and I mean like you just said it took ten years to get it made and there were rights issues and they just had uh, I read recently you know an interview with two of the guys who who wrote one of the versions of the scripts for uh, Freddy versus Jason and that movie went through so many different versions and there were so many like cooks in the kitchen for that movie that they right. had to keep trying to like appease everybody and people wanted it to end this way or they wanted this to happen and they I, can you imagine like the internal struggle of like guys one of these motherfuckers has to win this match who's it gonna be like you have the yeah. jason camp over here uh camp like up. what do you do yeah. like, it just seems like They're such a dead. weird thing to make happen um right it doesn't it end with not to give away the spoilers and abby it's hasn't okay, seen it but me. doesn't it end after the fight like Jason cuts off Freddy's head and he's walking away holding Freddy's head. And then he winks. And then he winks. I read that. It's so stupid. Yeah, I love that. That is how it ends. Now it's I want to see they, it. And it's because they, they couldn't, they didn't want to have like a clear cut winner, even though they kind of still it's do. It's like the killing And joke. we've talked before. I think I've mentioned before that I really hate whenever, whenever they do make versus movies or something and they clearly make one a good guy and one a bad guy. They right. did it like in Alien versus Predator. And then even when they made that movie Predators, which I know neither one of you have seen, there are like two races of Predators and one's kind of good and one's not really good, but one they kind of align with. I just hate it. I hate when they like take two characters. It's one of the things that stresses me out about uh, the upcoming Godzilla vs. King Kong. If their mothers have the same last name or first name, it's fine. (laughs) Right. But that's what they did with Jason vs. Freddy. They kind of made Jason more of like who you're supposed to root for, you know, like the main, uh, human actors are like trying, they're like kind of like, Oh, we got to get Jason to do this. You know, Jason's going to win, you know, it, 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 they, they clear cut make Freddie the bad guy. And it it shouldn't be that way. They should just let them, you know, and and you know what? I think Freddie has like, I think Freddie kills one person in in that movie. He kills one person. Not fair. Speaking of mothers, um, Obviously, Jason's mother is a big uh, influence. A big yeah. influence it's like a on cool his life. Psycho type yeah, show. yeah. You know, if he ever won a Grammy, he'd probably thank his mom. I right. imagine um, he'd probably have her head with him. And a lovely singing voice you must have. Ooh, it's uh, good. Freddie's mom kind of comes into play, and I completely forgot about it. Freddie's mom comes into play in the third movie in Dream Warriors. Yeah, oh um, Amanda. And uh, yeah. What did she say? She got raped by like a thousand guys. Oh yeah, that was a little tough. You know, it, it was like it, a there, thousand there, the the child of a thousand murderers or a thousand son, son of a hundred maniacs. Damn is what it! They called. There it is, Jake. Uh, Good they, job. They 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 talk about her a little more in some of the other movies too. And there's even like a there's That's this twisted. There's a cool scene in one of the Freddy movies, which I don't remember which one it is, but they they flash back to Amanda getting locked. You know, accidentally getting locked in that oh, room overnight. How does that happen? And as they, as it, as they're filming, or as they're kind of going through the crowd of all the crazy guys, uh, Robert England is playing one of those Whoa. like maniacs, and they sh- <laughs> they they close up on him. He's we doing know, a little painting. We know who Freddy's dad is. <laughs> it's Robert yeah, England. Alice, Robert Alice Cooper. <laughs> wow. Oh, yep. School's out. Uh, Guys, let's talk about let's talk about Jason a little bit. We haven't talked about Jason in a He's a big hey, dummy. He's just a big old dum dum. Guys, you you both put you guys both put Jason as your number three. Yeah. Yeah. And you just 
what, what, why? You just don't. Well, you just you, not if you're it. picking teams, here's the thing. I think that I <laughs> he's got, he, to me. Jason is just kind of like the kid who gets wronged and then just can't get over it at all. <laughs> like he's like he's oh, like yeah. he's like I drown. They were having sex. I know how I'll get back at everyone. I'll kill everybody ever. Well, he's just copying his mom. He's just copying he just his, really mom. Likes his mom. You know what? That's what it is. He's a little mama's boy. He really is. His dad moved to Milwaukee. He never sees him. Did he? I just made that little part it's up. It's not true. Um, and uh, I will say this. Jason, here's part of the problem with Jason, and Michael Myers falls into this too. There's a different guy playing him every time, and... There's subtleties and differences. Like, in the third movie, he seems really dumb and kind of, like, clumsy and kind of clunky. Um, mm-hmm. Less is more, I think, it, with him. And yeah. when he gets the mask, it, it adds for the better, and I think it changes. He, Jason had a little bit of a, uh, an identity crisis, right? He's so, I think, yeah. he's so embarrassed by look. his look. Once he got that mask on, he was just, like, out more. You could tell. He was doing more. He felt better about himself. It's like when you get a nice new leather jacket. He got more done, more Uh, kills. But in all seriousness, yeah, I I don't – Jason, as that series moves on, I know Jason moves into more of a supernatural element. Uh, Right. But I guess it was always there because, as Abby pointed out – It's a curse. uh, we were watching the third movie, and halfway through, she was like, "So wait, he just lived in a lake for several years?" So, yeah, they just, don't explain. Yeah, they, they don't, don't really explain. Uh, well, that's because they, they, they weren't really sure where the movies us. were going. Yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, I, I listen. I think Jason has his place in horror history, and he means a lot to a lot of people. And, he's had a uh, lot of good for a lot of people. <laughs> and uh, you know, he's out there killing annoying teenagers, which is fine. It's good. Uh, I think to me, Michael Myers is scarier. Just the the thought of a guy who doesn't talk; he just kills for really no apparent reason. He can until lug an entire gravestone around with yeah, him. Until they get to the sixth uh, Halloween movie, and they're like, "Oh no, he was part of a cult." <laughs> oh and, wait! Uh, they try to explain it all, which I hate okay. That. Let me let me. Uh, okay, so I I completely disagree with you. Okay. Uh. Which is fine. I can't. I cannot be afraid of a guy wearing a William Shatner mask oh. who stalks you driving a car in the daytime. <laughs> There's nothing scary about that. Baby like, driver. It is silly. It is so silly. Him driving a car, I think, ruins that entire character. It's dumb. Yeah. I'm sorry. It, I mean, I felt it when I was watching it. It's almost like when you're watching The Matrix and like the the flip phones, like the, the like, you know, because you knew that was it's so cool while funny. you were watching it. I was like, oh yeah, yeah, I'm scared of that guy. Yeah. What would be funny if like he couldn't drive a manual and he just stalls out? <laughs> the thing, Mike, the thing, I I, I do like the way like someone must have taught him like how to drive or whatever. They say that. Yeah, don't they say that in the second one oh, when when he comes back? That is embarrassing. He accuses them like someone. One of the guards, like, tried love to see the extended cut driving lessons with Michael Myers. There, there is that a, would like, be one of my the, favorite things. There's like a spoof video oh. of of uh, oh, Michael oh, Myers like learning oh, how to oh, drive. Oh, oh, now, now. <laughs> yeah. um, Parallel park. I, 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 the the thing about so Jason that I like is just like you said, those movies uh, they change as you're watching them. Uh, 
obviously, like, Jason's not in the first movie. Uh, he shows up at the very end, and you don't really know if that's a dream that that girl's having or whatever. Right. So in part two, he's got a bag on his head the whole movie. He doesn't get the mask <laughs> until part three. Sorry. Those movies, those movies to me don't pick up until like four. Right. By the way, Whenever... how annoying is that kid with the hockey mask? Oh, yeah. The yeah. Putts? Every, everybody yeah. in those movies are annoying. Dude, they're just so mean to each other. <laughs> they're always complaining about everything. Now, <laughs> the the I feel better when they get killed. You know, there's a I, I mentioned it earlier. It's a little taboo. Uh, horror movies and sexual activity among promiscuous teenagers kind of go hand Sadism. in hand. Uh, there's a lot of it in the Jason movies. Like, yeah. it's part of it. Yeah. Like, yeah. You titillate, and then you just you just stab. But he's <laughs> just mad. He's just yeah. mad. Yeah. Like, yeah. do you think at, if at any point, girl. if at any point he was about to kill one of those girls, and she was like, whoa, no, no, hold on. Before you do that, Let's you, just wa- kiss. you want to have some sex? You know? Would he, that he would just be like, oh, wait, I'm good now. Oh, okay. Hey, like, that would just end his reign of me. terror. He knows how to find him. He's going to the right places. <laughs> so he just needs to have a different approach. Maybe he'd do a little bit better. He wouldn't have to hang out with his mom as much. So. We got it all figured out. Um, <laughs> I think, yeah, I mean, and that's the thing. I mean, do you- There's moments, watching the uh, Jason movies, there's like, a gross-out factor to them that is, like, that kind of an appealing, like, I understand, like, as a teenager, or when you're watching them, it's like, oh, I'm just watching this to see, like, if you're watching, a, like, a like a zit get popped, or, like, something disgusting like that, like, that, like, oh, I have to, I have to get through this, and, like, there's some weird satisfaction, and I guess I understand that. Um, and watching those movies, I definitely, like, my one thought was, like, oh, these are, this is what my parents didn't want me to watch horror movies. Like, this is what they were trying to keep me from, because, like, this, it's definitely the most, like, over-the-top, like, of, of the three franchises that we're discussing and comparing, I would say. Like, there's more grotesque, like, there's more people eating, well, there's always someone eating a sandwich in a morgue in these, in a couple of them, <laughs> from what I've noticed. Um, it was, like, a chicken salad sandwich in the, uh, the fourth, the final chapter that we were watching. Ugh. Um, yeah. yeah, that, that, like, whole thing is always gross. But, yeah, I kind of, I enjoy it. This has been, like, my big foray and, like, entrance and debut. I'm, like, a debutante at the horror dance, and there's, it's a lot. I like it. I like what we've been getting into, and yeah. I like what we're doing, guys. So, where, so, Freddy Krueger's last appearance on film was in the Nightmare on Elm Street remake. Which has already been what four or five years, maybe longer, something like that. I think that, it was like yeah. 2010. Uh, that movie kind of sucked. It was yep, sure did. It was kind of a straight remake of the original Nightmare on Elm Street. Yeah. And so what happened was, I think in like 2003, when Platinum Dunes, which is Michael Bay's production company, got the rights to uh, Texas Chainsaw. Yeah. And they did that first Texas Chainsaw remake mm-hmm. with Jessica Biel. That movie's kind of good. Like for what it is, like it's pretty to me. It's pretty good. Like aesthetically, all like it just it kind of worked. Yeah, it's 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 better than a lot of those remakes. It's got some good and bad. Right, but uh, they did the Nightmare on Elm Street one, which it's just not very great. Obviously, Robert Englund's not in it. Uh, Jackie Earl Haley plays uh, Freddy. He was uh, Rorschach and Watchmen. Okay, uh, and. Without Robert England, you're missing like a big it's just like a, yeah. Uh, Freddy Krueger's not a faceless guy in a mask where anybody can just step in like right. He Robert England is Freddy Krueger. Basically, 
yeah. to me, recasting Definitely. somebody in that role would be, it's like, oh, this guy's playing Peter Venkman, or this guy's playing uh, Axel Foley. Like, you just, you don't want it. Right. Um, right. And then, obviously, there was a couple Halloween remakes with Rob Zombie, and then the Friday the 13th remake, 2009, is so bad. Yeah. yeah it's super bad, it's yeah. So, there's, like, the first 30 minutes are, like, exposition and dialogue, and it's just really bad. So, but we all know these movies aren't going away. These characters will be here for the rest of our lives. What do you mm-hmm. guys want? You guys want more? You want more Freddy Krueger? You want another Halloween movie? I already have a lot more to watch because I haven't seen all of them. So, uh, like, I don't know if I'm going to ask for it now. Let me catch up. Well, and then, yeah. they've already yeah. announced there's a new Friday the 13th movie coming out next October. It's about to start filming. Um, okay. It's another... I don't know what it is. It's just going to be another Jason movie. Okay. Yeah, I don't think it's. I think I don't think it's an incontinuity kind of thing. I think it's just a new a new version, which I'm I'm fine with Fine-footed. it. Uh, I I do think I do think they could still get Kane Hodder. Like Kane Hodder played Jason more than anybody else, and he played him to a point to where a lot of the people who are like diehard Jason fans want Kane Hodder. He does the best. He's got the the best like the mannerisms. Yeah. He's got it down. He they they got the video game that's coming out soon, and Kane Hodder did all the the motion capture work. He is no like people who are fans of of uh, the those movies, they want Kane Hodder, and like it's a dude in a mask. Like there's no reason he couldn't come back and play right, Jason. Right. I hope they do. Uh, man. I. It'll be interesting to see what happens with that. It'll be interesting to see what happens with. There's a new Halloween they're making. There was gonna Are be they? Ho- I was wondering. Well, there was going to be a Halloween TV series that got dropped, and then now they're they're John Carpenter has signed on to executive produce a new version of Halloween, like um, another like a like another kind like just a new version, not not yeah, nothing I mean, in continuity, no sequel, just like a new Halloween movie. I, I don't think that there's um, any way you could really do a. Uh, a good continuation of the previous stuff because it's so convoluted because you've got one timeline that suggests you go Halloween one, Halloween two, skip to H2O. And then you've got another one that says one through six and then nothing after that. And then you've got the Rob zombie movies, which are separate from all that. So I think a clean start wouldn't be a bad idea if you're going to continue those franchises, but yeah. uh, Mm -hmm. And then nightmare on Elm street. I, Listen, Robert England's 70 years old. I think he could do a new Freddy movie tomorrow. Yeah. I think he could too and he does a lot of he does a lot of conventions yeah, and uh and I mean the thing the thing with that is like it's just like uh Kane Hodder. He he's under so much makeup. It doesn't matter. He could even play he could still play, you know, Freddy before he became Freddy and it right. would be great. Right. There at one point at one point there were there was like big talk of there being a prequel about, uh, you know, Freddy Krueger before he became Freddy. It would end with him being murdered and becoming. Right. Right. And, like, that would have been amazing. Like, that would have been a cool yeah. kind of, like, serial killer type, you know, yeah. more right. of a the thriller kind of thing. The better he looks at Dude, that. you want? Yeah. You, you know how you do that movie the right way? You make it like like you just almost like a Silence of the Lambs type movie where you get like really good actors to be like investigators. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like get like there's a new sleep drug. Oh, dude, there's you so some? you could do a lot with that. I think that would be. And really you know, cool. and you know, recently at a at a couple conventions, Robert England did photo ops 
in the Freddy Krueger makeup. Yep. And I mean, he just he looks exactly like he always did. He, mm-hmm. He's Freddy Krueger. You know, every time you see him at conventions, he's doing the Freddy voice. He's he's still super into it. He could totally come back and play Freddy. But the problem is, is that people, you know, uh, people in charge of getting these movies made, studios or whatever, they're they're like, no, that's old. We gotta we gotta make a reboot. Dude, it's gotta be a new want movie. Old. They wanna they wanna Stranger just Stranger Things. Stranger remake. Yeah, we can't stop talking about it. It's if we're gonna old. do Jumanji, it's gotta be one of those new aged video games. You know, games. like a dance dance revolution. Dude, the 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 Friday or the um, Nightmare on Elm Street remake, man, I, I thought um that guy who played Freddy could have pulled off a good Freddy. He's really good as as Rorschach. But I just thought the makeup cho- the like the way they went with the makeup made him look just dumb. He didn't yeah. look good. And I thought his choice for for the voice didn't work very well. It was weird. And they, they even they even like started to do an interesting thing in that movie where they were really hinting at the fact that maybe Freddy was innocent the whole time. Oh yeah. And that he was like unjustly murdered. And I'm like, oh that that might have been a cool twist to the story. Right. But then they're like no. It's really the parents yeah, but so then they parents. just made it where it wasn't. So <laughs> he's not even the one killing them in their dreams. There's somebody else. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, his, it's his twin brother, Teddy Krueger. Oh, Teddy Krueger. Hey, you must be talking about my Ted older Cruz. brother. Yeah. <laughs> Ted Cruz. Yeah. Ted Cruz. God. He might be there. Hey, hey. that's actually scary. Yeah. Politics. Get out of my dreams. I- I'm 100% sure we're going to get more of all three of these characters, and I'm fine with that. Like, I I want them to keep going. There are, you know, I wish they would, you know, maybe bring back Robert England and and Kane Hodder. I don't think they will, but I'm, like, I'm good with these movies, you know, to keep going. Yeah, they're going to go. Well, I mean, yeah, that's the thing. There's been... I think three or four Texas Chainsaw prequels at this point. They keep doing. There's a new one. There's a new one coming out. Where like, and it's literally Leatherface is a kid. Whoa! Which sounds so dumb. It sounds so dumb to me. I haven't really liked any of the. the, You should smell it. Oh God! Just get a whiff. Oh Oh, God! Yeah, that's stupid. Yeah. Uh, well, I'm gonna have to watch. It's like those. Dan Aykroyd was a year ago. He's like, well, we got a lot. Of, you know, we got a lot we can do. Got we a could lot. do, you know, Ghostbusters in high perfect. school. You, you know? know, nobody. What? Who would want that? Except for oh, the God. entirety don't, of Yes Have Some podcast. Don't get Craig back on Please. his Ghostbusters. Well, I mean, I'm not gonna go there. But what? Like, was he talking about a prequel? Like, where you see Peter Ray and Egon going to high school together? Ooh, <laughs> that sounds. Would they hang out? So dope. Egon's hanging out by himself. He's not talking. Wait a minute, to or do, or is it amazing? Is it a really good <laughs> idea? Ray's trying out for the football team. You know, he's not gonna make it. He's not. His heart's gonna be broken. Oh god. Uh yeah, it's like a Gotham style show where they take little pieces of mythology and extend it over like 24 episodes. She means like the oh, yeah. of the football team. Oh, I hate that. I don't like football. <laughs> I am so sick of talking about football. All right. Well, this was a good uh good uh high-level discussion. This was it. We're going to keep watching these movies. Uh I'll say anybody listening, if you want to chime in, get in on the discussion. Yeah. Come over. Twitter at YHS Come Podcast. Come over Come here. To... No. Don't. Please don't. <laughs> We're very scared. We're not happy, people. <sighs> um, we are. Go to Facebook.com slash Yes Have Some Cast. Let us know who you think. 
We want your ranking, is what we're saying. Yeah, give us your yeah, top three in order with some reasoning. Fuck one, marry one, kill, kill one. Kill one. Okay, if we're really <laughs> doing that... Go for it. Who do you think? Um, I'm gonna marry Freddy, because, like, yeah, he's, he's, like, he's like a life yeah, stable. He's, a, he's got, like, yes, he's also the best dress, like I already said. Um, <laughs> Are we really doing this? Go for it. Uh, I'm you killing are. Jason, and that means I have to have sex with Michael Myers. No, you have to fuck him. I have to fuck him. <laughs> well, you know, it's okay. I mean, he he's, might not be bad. He's, you know, I'm trying. He learned to... how to drive, right? It's he's, pro- hey, ve- it's he's a very be quick learner. So, <laughs> and he takes his time, you know, because he's like a Sunday driver. So we know mask or no mask. Oh, uh, we're doing like half. Some of the time on, take it off. Rip it off at some point. <laughs> it's coming off. We're probably later. gonna rip it off and put it back we'll on. Trade. Uh, I'm glad you said can- afterwards. If you had said you wanted to make sweet love to Jason, I'd be very You'd be upset. Like, uh, no. Because he lived at the bottom of a lake. You know what's gonna days. happen? You're gonna be fucking Michael Myers, and Jason's gonna come up and be like, "No, no!" <laughs> yeah. And I'll just do his mom voice, and that's gonna be fun. Oh man. I'm glad we I'm saved need this Freddy to come into my nightmares. X-rated part to the really Yeah, put this is this is where sexy. the podcast has come to. Well, right? I want to do Woo! one. All right, Jake. You, we ready? all have to do it. I'll Wait. give you three. Yeah, but yeah, Craig gets to call him. All right, here it is. Yeah, I'm not well, doing. Jamie Lee <laughs> Curtis. Oh yes. Jamie Lee Curtis, Nev Campbell, mm. or Jason. Mary and Jason, obviously. The life of laughter. Yeah. And just good times. Uh, just it's good like times. when Forrest Gump married Jenny. It's He'll like set up. She just, <laughs> feel bad for she just felt really bad she for felt him. really bad. <laughs> Jason would be a great stepdad. Jason's gonna be playing Forrest. the guitar naked to Jake. <laughs> oh, Jason's like Jake. Uh, uh, <laughs> Other way around. I may not be a smart man, <laughs> but I know what love is. So as some, it's having right, so, sex at camp. So as soon as we're done recording, you're going to just go take a whole bunch of Forrest Gump quotes and just like cut them into yeah. a bunch of uh, yeah. Friday the 13th yeah. scenes. Yeah. It's going to be like, that's got to already be on that's YouTube. That's sweet. Yeah. That's really sweet. Listen to your mother, Jason. <laughs> mom always said. My mom always said. <laughs> <laughs> bop, 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 box, chalk, chalk, click, lit, lit, So you're marrying Jason. Okay. You're so obviously <laughs> hooking up with Nev Campbell and you're, you're killing Jamie you're Lee Curtis. Jamie Curtis. <laughs> Somebody needs to. Jesus Christ. Wizard Empire. <laughs> well, this no. was fun. I guess I won't do one. Yeah. You, oh, well, who gets to. Or you pick my three. I don't. I know what. You're on the spot. I can't. Name any three people in the world. I can't. Any three. Name three people. Do not name, like, real life people. Don't be like, (laughs) (laughs) all right, the postman. (laughs) All right. Are we doing this? I got nothing. I don't think we are. We're all backing away from I don't don't think that's what the podcast is. I don't kill anyone. I don't marry anyone, and I don't love anyone. Okay. Craig is alone. You're going to go to the bottom of the lake. Jake and Abby have a life of luxury. Yeah. Jake's married to Jason Voorhees. And Abby, I don't even remember who you picked. There you have it. Freddy. Freddy Krueger. I guess I should just marry Michael Myers, and we could all go on, like, triple dates together. Yeah. Yeah. 
Hey, maybe we'll go to the movies. Hey. Whoa. <laughs> More meta. Guys, we've been doing this tradition where it gets pretty weird the last 10 minutes it of the podcast. A bit weird. Yeah, that's what's I happening. I backed out. I pulled in. out. I was in it for a while. Well, I guess the official <laughs> podcast title will be We Pulled Out. F. Mary Kill, Jason, Michael, Freddy. Yeah. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> there you go. We don't right. say F. We say fuck. Well, for iTunes. Well, if it's. Yeah, for them. <laughs> for the, for it's Apple. For the people. All right, guys. All right, I'm gonna. Any go final thoughts before we? Uh, Freddy Krueger. Before the nuptials. Jake's gonna go. Give no, Jason I mean, uh, I don't think so. I think uh, we should continue. I'm gonna. There's a couple Halloween films keep that I haven't up. seen yet. I'm gonna continue to watch them. Uh, Abby, you gotta keep watching. Oh, I got watch a Watch them of all. Work. Watch them all. You know, a lot ahead of me. I'm excited. It's gonna be a cool. good mm-hmm. road. Uh. <laughs> There's a really it weird like noise. You were dying. I'm Craig dying. just got hit with a hatchet. I did. I, that I did. <laughs> was I was death, in the shower with a lady, and Jason came in there, oh, and he wasn't trying I to wash my body. Out. He was trying to kill me. Oh, Jason, you big dummy. Big old. God. Anyways, <laughs> well, that was fun. Thanks, everybody. We're gonna see you soon. We got the Ghostbusters. We'll see you in your dreams. See you in your dreams, and in the shower. We got Ghostbusters, Blu-ray, Steelbook coming out yeah. next week. We're going to be talking about that. Yeah. And uh, we're going to keep going. More Special movies to watch. Features. Thanks, everybody. Don't forget to go to iTunes. Leave us a nice little five-star rating. Tiny couple And uh, that's it. Goodbye, everybody. Thank you. Thank you. Abby. Nancy. Thanks, people. Nancy. Bitch. Nancy. Jake. 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 <laughs> That was scary. All right, everyone. Good night. Lance Guest. Or good morning. Good morning. Depending on where you're listening. Whatever you're doing. Okay, bye. Keep doing it.